Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the AIS Arena for tonight's WNBL clash between the home team, the Canberra Transact Capitals, and the visiting West Caves. Good evening, Michelle Hocking. This is a game we've been looking forward to as uh, sort of, well, not closet. I was going to say closet, but we're pretty open about our love of Tully Bevilacqua and what a great player she is. Absolutely. It's uh, great to see Tully Bevilacqua back in the WNBL. Uh, retired in 2008 and I thought that would be the last that we would see of her in this league. She went off and she played a couple of seasons with Indiana and uh, in the WNBA and, and she's back playing for West Coast, uh, her home state. Um, it's great to see someone of the calibre of Tully Bevilacqua going back to essentially home and, uh, you know, putting something back into the state where she got a great start. So, uh, And she's doing what, like she was a 17-year-old when she debuted with what was Perth back then um, in 1994, I think it would have been, 1995 wow. <laughs> maybe. Um, and she's doing this, you know, she's in a group of young and upcoming players. There's some players around her, but she's, you know, providing that mentoring and, and buddying that she got as a young player coming through the league when uh, Perth was a, a powerhouse in the women's league. So that's great to see her back in the league. Absolutely, and, and a, uh, a good timing, a, a good pairing with, uh, of course, the new coach of the West Coast Waves, Dave Herbert. We know him probably better as the coach of the Townsville Fire for a lot of the years, a lot of those, a lot of those pivotal Canberra versus Townsville years. It was, it was a really great match-up there for a while, and, uh, of course, Herbie disappeared off the, the coaching scene for a little bit. But um, it was great to great to see him back at the helm of a WNBL club. That's right. I mean, uh, Herbie's been uh, in Perth. He's headed up like their ITC programs, so the development and junior programs for Western Australia over there. And uh, it is great to see him back in the league. And he's really, you know, you look at West Coast, you looked at their group um, this year and you thought... You know, they're going to struggle a bit, and they, they have, but they've certainly, um, you know, got some big wins, and they've had some good form, and they're really just, uh, you know, doing a great job of building a bit of a, a group that will go forward, I think, into the future years. So it's great to see that coming out of the West. Well, Craig had a chance to catch up with Dave Herbert. We'll see if we can uh, get that interview for him now. Dave Herbert, uh, well, a big road trip for you up against Canberra and then the shoot. I imagine that uh, you're looking, putting all your efforts into this game tonight. Yeah, yeah, def definitely. Obviously, whenever you play Canberra, it's a challenge. So uh, we've, we've tried to look at them. They, they gave us a bit of a touch-up back in Perth when they came over. Uh, so we're looking to improve on that. That's, that's probably the biggest thing and, and really try and compete tonight and, and see how we go. At the program that you're working with now, how much different is it from your previous experiences up in Townsville? Obviously, uh, in some respects, it's very similar. I started from scratch in Townsville, and in some respects, started from scratch in, in Perth. Um, we're, we're looking to build a foundation, and our crowd's starting to grow. All those, all the things off the floor are starting to to go quite well, and we've competed quite well this year. We're there's probably four or five games we should have won that we're we're close, and uh, we've managed to win six games, which is more than uh, any Perth team in the last ten years. So, uh, obviously, we're we're quite happy, but we we want to keep going and, and win a few more and obviously create some upsets and if we're capable of doing that, who knows, we could mathematically still make it. Well, Tully Bellacqua is no stranger to Canberra. Have you had to do much to get her motivated for this game? No, she's really looking forward. Obviously, there's a, she's a, she has a love for Canberra. Um, she's excited to be back here. She's been tremendous for us. Uh, I dragged her out of retirement. I convinced her that we needed a floor leader and what better player could I ask for? Mm. 
and all in all, what are you looking for tonight? Are you going to try and run them or are you going to just try and grind them? Uh, I, I guess it'll be a bit of a mixture. Um, we we tend to play a, a different a different sort of style. We we tend to grind, grind away a little bit, then we tend to run, and so we, we mix and match a little bit just to see how and really match uh, what Canberra try and do. All the best tonight. No worries. Thank you. Yeah, pulling uh, pulling Tully out of retirement. I don't, I don't think that would have been the hardest job in the world, do you? No. Bring her, bring her back to, to run the team that she's obviously got a lot of time for and, you know, all of her history with. That's right. And I think, you know, Tully's the, it's a, she's the type of person that will, you know, she wants to give back and she's passionate about the game and she's passionate about the women's game and she's passionate about basketball in Australia. So, you know, I think uh, Dave would have been able to sell her sell it to her well and uh, obviously you know she's jumped it and she's relishing it she's having a, a fantastic season and she's really giving the opportunity some, to some players who for many seasons have had to try and you know take take the load of, of the team with them and it's really shown in someone like Mel Marsh this year just having that extra leader out on the floor has just opened up the game for her and she's you know really blossomed with that opportunity. Absolutely. The, the touch-up you talked about earlier in the season, Canberra went over to Perth and beat the Waves 92-65, to 65, out-rebounding them by 38-25 uh, to 25 on that occasion. You'd imagine uh, that would be another challenge for the Waves tonight. They're not the biggest team in the WNBL by a long shot coming up against the likes of uh, Bakovic and Tolo. Well, that's right. It was a big difference in the score last time uh, these two teams met. And I'm, I think Dave mentioned that, you know, they want to um, compete and they want to improve on the result from last time. I think he's being realistic about, you know, the likelihood, whilst they've beat some big-name teams this season, the likelihood of them knocking over a Canberra Capitals, you know, a few rounds out from going into finals, I think it's five, five games or so, uh, is pretty remote. But not out of, not completely out of uh, scope, I guess, but he's certainly looking to get some improvement in the scoreline uh, tonight. Well, they show they can uh, they can run it for uh, most of the game with the big guns. They, uh, last week they hosted Bulleen over in Perth, um, only dropped that game by 14 points, 95 to 81, very high scoring affair. But uh, for a team like that to score 81 points against Bulleen is a pretty good pretty good uh, I guess notch in their belt. Yeah, absolutely, and to compete. And, uh, you know, to only go down to Bulleen, who are now sitting on top after Canberra's lost last week to Dandenong, yep. uh, you know, that's a, that's a great result for the team who's currently sitting eighth, I think they are. And, and to only go down by 14 to Bulleen, which are a star-studded lineup, you know, finalists last year, very, very well-drilled, uh, good execution of the game and uh, some terrific talent. You know, that's, that's an outstanding result for the West Coast Waves. Yep, sitting on a 13-game winning streak at the moment, Bulleen. So, yeah. But uh, big, big game for them tonight against Dandenong, who knocked off the top-place team last weekend. So they'll be looking to repeat that performance again this weekend and, and knock off the new top-place top place team. And then, of course, next Friday night, Bulleen come here to Canberra. And uh, that's yeah, going to be the, the big game pre-finals, you would think, Absolutely. so far this season. Yeah, there's some great games this round and next, and uh, it's just building up to be a great final series. So probably won't see West Coast in the in the final series, but as Dave said, mathematically possible, but they'd have to have a lot of results go their way, and uh, I think it's unlikely we'll see them there. But they're certainly, you know, competed much better than I thought they would this season, and I think, you know, um, probably surprised a few people with some of the results that they've had. Well, we saw a few surprises last week, of course, the game that you called, Michelle. We saw the AIS knock off Sydney. Uh, that would probably 
make West Coast a little more nervous of this road trip than they were maybe at the beginning of last weekend? Yeah, that's right. Well, the Institute last week had a fantastic outing against Sydney. They really... uh, I think they did what we always know they're capable of and, and we talk about it when we call the AIS games about the fact that there's so much talent on the floor but there's the youth and exuberance and it's about being able to play um, at the speed, make the decisions at the speed, counter the physical nature of the game and to be yeah. able to do that for extended periods of time and the AIS last week did it for probably about 35 minutes of the game and came away with a, a good win against uh, the Sydney Flames so Uni Flames, so certainly, you know, West Coast would have looked at that result and gone, hmm, hang on a sec, you know, there's potentially, you know, a tough outing for us on the Saturday night following up from what's going to be a, a difficult game for him tonight. Craig also had a chance to catch up with Chris Lucas, the assistant coach of the Capitals, a few moments ago, so we'll have a listen to that now. Well, Chris Lucas, no doubt you're looking at this one as a big danger game. Uh, a new look Perth side on your home court. Yeah, look, absolutely. I think we're more interested in our own performance, you know, after going down last week and we're looking to bounce back and, uh, you know, we're playing Perth tonight and, you know, they've had some good results this year, so we're looking forward to it. What do you think are the key messages that Graffy and yourself are going to have to keep reinforcing tonight? Oh, look, you know, defensively, you know, they've got to do a great job on Tully and, uh, and also Marsh, but, you know, they've got some people that can play. So they're our, you know, the main two folks because they take most of their shots, but a team effort and making sure we control the boards. After a tough road trip last weekend, any injuries coming back into the night's game? No, everything's fine. Everything's going well, and uh, I know the girls are keen to have a good result tonight. All the best, Chris. Thanks very much. Yep, so uh, pretty much what we expect from the, from the Caps coaches talking about, uh, yep, definitely we've got to look at... Uh, Look at what Perth are doing, but we're going to concentrate on what we're doing. Of course, the Capitals have secured a playoff spot. Just the results of the next couple of games and uh, results from other teams will will denote where that spot actually is. And and they're in a lucky opportunity, I guess, Michelle, in that they uh, really have control over their own destiny. They're not relying on other results. They've... uh, they can, particularly next week, they win that game, they win tonight, that really sets them up for um, locking in that top two spot. Absolutely, and it's all about getting finals at home. And so, you know, whilst they've locked in that final position, they'll be fighting to secure a home final. Um, You know, the advantage that they get to Wait and see. It was interesting that, uh, you know, as Chris Lucas said, really the focus for them is about their own performance tonight. They need to focus and, and do their own job, you know, stick to their own game plan and do that. Obviously, I talked a little bit about Marsh in the opening of the, uh, the, the commentary tonight, and I think that, you know, that's the key focus for Canberra is to make sure that they contain Tully and they contain Mel Marsh as much as they can. There's been some good performances from other West Coast players, but uh, they're probably the two keys. And we'll just pause while the national anthem's played.
because we've got a, a two other games on tonight. Logan will be hosting Adelaide up there on the Gold Coast. Looks like uh, Adelaide were able to fly in and avoid floodwaters and the like up there. Uh, and, of course, the other big game tonight, we've, we've touched on it already, Bulleen versus Dandenong. Just going back to what you were saying a few minutes ago, Michelle, about uh, being at the Institute, learning how to play the, with the physicality and being knocked around. We did see Lizzie Cambridge, who's arguably the most dominant player in our league at the moment. She struggled in her youth with some of that physical contact. We saw games where she sort of dropped a bundle. I mean, we're going back three or four years now. Yeah. But um, from all reports, last week's game, Dandenong and Canberra game, was very physical, much more physical than even the game we called here the week before. So um, I know me personally, that's one of the things I'll be interested to see how, how Lizzie handles that. Of course, that's the ABC game, so everyone can uh, jump online or on TV tomorrow and watch it. But it'd uh, right, yeah. be good to see how she handles that. Yeah, look, and I think, uh, I think she's obviously progressed quite a lot and she's had exposure now to international competition. I mean, she was a, what, a 15-year-old kid at the AIS when she came in. Um, and, you know, it is difficult. And some of those older veterans get in their ear and in their head as well. It's not just about the way that you push people Absolutely, around. Yeah. It's about, you know, the mental game that goes on as well. But she's certainly, Liz is having a great, but it will be interesting to see whether Danny Long take those tactics into the game tonight against Pauline. Yeah, well, I had similar thoughts about, uh, about Lizzie before Worlds and, she certainly stood up and, and, and really cemented herself as a, as a big-time player that's here to stay now. So Absolutely. And, you know, Danny Long, of course, will be looking to exploit. You know, they have to. They're small yeah. and they're going to have to play physical. And I wouldn't be surprised to see some of that tonight, Simon, when you look at the West Coast Waves and their lineup, uh, They haven't got the size to compete with the <coughs> excuse me, Canberra Bigs. So it'll be interesting. And we know that both Tolo and... Back to Vic last week. Struggled a little bit against that physicality, so it'll be interesting to see if they do that tonight. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, <laughs> Dandenong have tried that tactic uh, two weeks in a row against Canberra. They, it certainly was a tactic that worked for them. They didn't come away with the win when they came up here and played Canberra, but it, it worked for them at home uh, a lot better, obviously. But, um, the yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how that all pans out tonight down at uh, the Benito Club. But uh, tonight, how do the Caps bounce back from that sort of two weeks of being bashed up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, they're fine. You know, there's a lot of veterans in this um, Canberra group now. People have been playing in the league for a long time. And, you know, people can make as much of it as they like. The reality is that these girls go out there week in, week out. It's always a physical game. They know how to expect it. They know how to use you know, recovery properly to bounce back from any of those aches and pains and bruises. And, you know, they adjust to the way that the game's played and the way the game's been blown. So I don't think it's a big issue. I just think that, you know, whatever happens with it, you know, um, if, if West Coast try to go physical against them, then they'll just counteract that and, and get on with it and just get the job done. Susie Bakovic out there moving freely, looking healthy, which is a, a great sign for... Capitals fans, we've talked about it over the last few weeks about just the, uh, I guess, the unmined potential with her at Canberra so far. She's a, you know, a, a career gun. She's been a big part of the league for a long time now. She was, of course, nobbled with those injuries at the beginning of this season, and uh, you know, a few other niggling injuries and the off-court things that have been happening for Sue. Yeah. So it's, it's just great to see her looking relaxed, looking healthy. You know, getting out there and. Uh, you know, she's a, she's a competitor, man. She doesn't want to sit on the bench and have excuses made for, you know, That's whatever right. they are. 
and well, she's, she, yeah. she's had a big year. She's had a big couple of months, and it's it's just great to see her out there uh, looking good. Well, she said last week, uh, sorry, not last week, the week before when I interviewed her after the game, that she was just so glad for 2010 to be over and to be able to refocus and just focus on her basketball now and, uh, you know, how good she felt about the level of support that she's had from Canberra. So I think she's really wanting to, to do it for herself but also a bit for the, the team and the club which has supported her through some difficult times in, in recent. So I'd expect Susie to... Last time, last time we saw her play here, which was two weeks ago against Danny Long, she had a phenomenal game. She was just dominant, and uh, it was good to see a bit of back of magic back out there on the floor. So absolutely, and she, she, uh, you know, she was the first to admit too that she wasn't fit. She's, you know, there were periods there where she was really blowing, but she had a total just never say die attitude that yeah. night. And as you said, Michelle, she was dominant. Absolutely, and, and the beauty of having Bakovic back in the Canberra lineup is that for Tolo, that just creates that much more space and opportunity yep. for her. You know, when Bakovic was out and you had Tolo who was able to, um, you know, teams would target Tolo, they've now got two bigs that they really have to contain. Which in turn frees up your, yeah. your uh, I was going to say, muscle white, but cosier. And, yeah. Um, and it's interesting to see since Susie and... Um, Tolo are working in tandem so well, uh, we've seen Alison Lacey step up a bit because being a tall guard, I think early in the season, she's probably been chucked into positions that she's kind of playing out of position and, and not really used to. Yes. And, uh, there's a lot of expectation on her shoulders. She you know, drafted five in the WNBA draft this year and um, we've seen her step up in the last couple of games. And I guess that could be an effect of that too. You've got to pay attention to Tolo and Bakovic and Kozia. Then it frees up players all around the court. Absolutely, and I think that's the difficulty with playing a lineup like Canberra's is that there are just so many go-to players. Yeah. You know, they all can play the game. Most of them are starting in other groups in, around the league, so it's a tough thing. Who's going to match up on Bevilacqua? I mean, that's yeah. the key. Bevilacqua and Mark. You've got ten seconds, Michelle. Who's it going to be? Oh, look, I'd, I'd have to say that you'd have to give it to Hunt. I assume Hunt will be starting this week. She didn't start when we saw him last time at home. It'll be Hunt on Bevilacqua, and I reckon it'll be uh, cosier on... Mel Marsh. Hey, okay. Craig's been down there listening to the uh, the pregame huddles. And I asked Dave Herbert whether it was going to be a, a grind or whether it was going to be a running run, run and gun game at the beginning. Both coaches, in their last words, say, we're going to go hard. We're going to go in there. Watch for both of them looking to play hard at the baseline. But for the Caps, they've got the height with Bakovic, so they are looking for Susie to really step up here and use that advantage. Yeah, big Not night surprising. for Zoe Harper at Perth. She's uh, pretty much the only one you'd say has a, a good size that can match height-wise and, and body size against Susie and Tolo. So she's going to have a big night at the office. Well, that's right. You'd imagine she'll have to go to Bakovic and probably uh, Norwood will have Tolo. Let's see how it pans out. So Caps come up with the tip. Susie Bakovic hands off to Hunt. And already, yep, Perth right up in their face defensively. Flicks it left to Wilson, drops it into Susie Bakovic. We've seen that a few times. Tully Bevelacqua says, nope. I'm going to let you back to the basket there, Susie. And she goes in with the quick foul. There's a no layup, been a layup in my house exactly. from, Tully, from Tully there. Yeah. But clearly, you know, Canberra's first possession, pump it <laughs> inside to Bakovic, and you know exactly that's what they're going to continue to do. And uh, when, per, uh, when West Coast uh, respond to that and start to double and triple team it, it'll just pump back outside to the peri perimeter players. little chuckle between uh, Susie and Tully as Tully walked past her as well. <laughs> Probably saying that to an effect. I'm not going to let you lay the ball up, Susie. 
Suze makes the second of those two free throws and West Coast now in offense. Melissa Marsh and it's uh, Carly Wilson on Marsh. Wilson, yeah, well, you know, you could go either way with that. Oh, oh nice good pass. inside pass there. That was uh, Samantha Norwood with a nice pass inside to Zoe Harper. She gets the first two points of the game for Perth. Susie now works. Oh, yeah, works Norwood around the key, around the low post there, and gets an easy layup in the end. Susie Mel- was going left, 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 left. She don't give Susie right. left. <laughs> That's, That's right. going to be high on the scouting notes for Susie Bakovic. Harper now drives baseline, dishes it out to Kate Malpass. Her shot is no good. Nicole Hunt. Picks up the rebound and pushes it up the right wing for the Caps. She's still going. No uh, defense, coast really. Oh, she just took a little tumble at the end and it put her off that shot. West Coast come away with the rebound and Malpass to Bevelacqua. Good transition. Right out in front. She's no old girl. She might have the old girl <laughs> age, but Tully was out there ahead of the pack. Young legs. Yep, yep. Wilson now with the ball. Over to Tolo in the hype. Outside the three. Through to Cozier, back to Hunt. Hunt now goes deep right to Wilson outside the three, drops it into Tolo. Tolo goes to work on Harper and gets the shot she wants. Good, real patient offense and execution there from Canberra. They they just took their time until they got the open look to get it inside and away you go. Malpass with the ball now, left wing. Works around the top of the three-point line, goes right, nothing there. Runs into into Carly Wilson who ends up turning it into a bit of a spill a turnover Cozier goes down the ball oh drops it into Wilson Wilson's shot is no good there's Tully Bevelacker again on the ball uh, sort she of comedy of errors there we saw Malpass dribble into Wilson the ball sort of spilled around Cozier fell over trying to get the ball she yeah. sat up and dished it off to Willow but uh, no love in the end and it ends up a jump ball situation but possession to Perth. Tully's looking a little sore in the shoulder after that one. She's holding it a little bit, so yeah. hopefully that's nothing. Maybe it's just a bit of a elbow in the wrong spot. Marsh drives Marsh. to the free throw. Blocked by Carly Wilson. Nicole Hunt picks up the scraps. Wilson now with the ball left wing down to Cozier. She drives baseline and makes an easy layup. Just good transition basket for Canberra. Yeah, and that puts Capitals are up 7-4 with 7.5 to go in this first quarter. So it's, it's Reasonably close, but you can see that Canberra is starting to... Oh, Norwood, a little drop in the marsh, but there was nowhere for her to go. Shot from Tully doesn't drop. Crozier pulls in the rebound. And Nicole Hunt now in transition for the Caps. Drops it into Susie back. A quick give and go and an open layup for Nicole Hunt. Just a a straight out defensive break. Breakdown there, just a straight out give and go from uh, back to Vic and Hunt. And Malpass was just beaten. Malpass now with the ball. Goes right, dishes it off to Tully. She goes around a screen from Harper. Shot from just inside the three is short, but... Ooh, it was uh, Samantha Norwood there. Got the scraps. A little push from Susie Bakovic on the shot. That'll send her to the line. She's, I think, arguing the case for an unsportsmanlike there, but <laughs> don't think there was that much in it. No. Baseline ball goes into... Tully Bevelak has got it now. Harper at the top of the key. Drops it in. Susie Bakovic steps around. Norwood steals it. Susie coast to coast. Drives on Harper. Makes the layup. No, it just drops out. Mel Marsh with the rebound. In transition now. Kicks it to Bevelac. With shot goes up. Money. She knows these rings. Yeah. She knows these rings. That was a nice almost uh, three-man weave drill there. <laughs> Cozier back to Hunt. Into Cozier. Looking to get it into Tolo in the low post. 
Flicks it out, left side to Carly Wilson. Ooh, just... Bit too much on that one. Yeah, Cozy had trying to uh, use a size advantage against Tully. Tully sort of pulled her in there, I think. Could have been a bit of a sly grab there from the veteran. But that ball went well over Cozier's head and out as of bounds. We, as we see Cozier and Bakovic are going to have a little rest here. And we see Bibby and uh, Hannah Bowley, who was great, I thought, two weeks ago for Canberra against uh, Dandenong. So she's getting some early minutes. Rachel Watman on for the Waves as well. She's got the ball now. Kicks it at the top of the key to Harper. Harper swings it through to Marsh. Marsh drives on Carly Wilson. A little bit of a tangle there. Could have gone either way, really. They both sort of collided, but Carly Wilson picks up her first personal foul of the night, and Melissa Marsh will go to the line to shoot two free throws. Yeah, and it's a nice way for Mel Marsh to get on the board, on the scoreboard. She uh, hasn't as yet early in the game, um, but she's been one of their consistent scorers and contributors on the, on the glass, so it would be a nice way for her to get on the board. Knocks down both free throws. Yeah, she's a solid driver, but she also leads the league in three-point shooting. Yeah. Hunt now with the ball for Canberra. The screen to Wilson. Wilson's got it top of the keyway now. Jess Bibby's on for the caps as well. Wilson give and go with Tolo. She drives, puts up the shots. No good. Bevilacqua with the rebound. No one around her. Mel Marsh now out in transition, right-hand side. Stops, pulls up for one of those threes and nails it. it. That was an uncomfortable-looking shot too, Michelle. She sort of... It was almost like a second thought, but she nailed it. That's right. As we see, a Ooh. nice penetration and dish from Nicole Hunt straight into Hannah Barley. Yeah, Rachel Watman went down in transition there and it created that uh, bit of an opening there and Cap's able to make another easy layup. Marsh with the ball now. Works against Wilson, goes around the top of the key. Tries to drop it in. Oh, wow. The pass was tried to be cut off by Tolo and Bibby. Tolo with a block on... On Norwood, but uh, she got her own rebound and pulled it back up. Now a quick Hunter transition. Bowley again. Hannah Bowley. Running the lane, and Nicole Hunt found her for the second time in a row. So uh, it's tied up here, 13 all at 4.40 to go in this first quarter. So it's a tight game so far. Bevilacqua for three. She, no, two. Foot on the line. Drops it down from the top. Hunt to Wilson on the right-hand side. Looking for Tolo. Frees herself up, Tolo now, ooh, almost a steal from Watman there. Works on Harper, gets a good shot, gets her own rebound. Good persistence there from Mariana Tolo. Yeah, it was good. Oh, as you saw Watman nearly travel then, and uh, great persistence from Tolo to just get that second effort. We've got uh, Harper with the ball at the top, looking to drive against Bowley, which she does, and uh, makes the layup, and Bowley's fouled her in the action, so it'll be a three-point, potentially a three-point play here from... Uh, Zoe Harper. Subs coming in for the Capitals. Tracy Beattie, Alison Lacey and Nicole Romeo come on and give Wilson, Hunt and Tolo a breather. So some early rests for the Caps starting lineup. It's uh, no one no one out of the starting lineup out there for Canberra at the moment. Harper makes the free throw. She's going to take a breather now. Michelle Joy coming on for her. So now it's Romeo with the ball for Canberra. Bringing it up. Middle of the court. Goes out right-hand side. Norwood all over him. Shakes her. Kicks it to Lacey. Three-point shot. Bang! 
she showed last week that she can shoot the ball from the perimeter. So uh, yep, four don't threes give it, in don't the first give half. her that much space as she'll uh, knock him down, clearly. That's good to see Lacey playing with confidence. Norwood now drives into the key against Bowley. Little turn back to the basket, has to kick it out. Shot is no good from Choi. Hunt with the rebound. She brings it up. Bowley for the three. Oh. Trading three-point shots. Yeah, Hannah Bowley. It's uh, not one she will take very often and not get many opportunities to. But well, there's no one on her. No one on me, so I'm going to take this. You've got to respect me, girls. As we see Mel Marsh trying to go to work against Allison Lacey. She kicks it to Norwood on the top of the key at the left-hand side. Canberra defense is just pushing Perth out of their offensive set. And they're forced to take an early one and... Uh, Unfortunately, Perth are getting far, sorry, West Coast are getting far too many offensive boards against the Capitals. They need to really shut down the uh, glass at the offensive end of the floor. Yeah, well, just pressure there. Watman's shot. Watman just sort of drove about two feet into the three-point arc and put up a pretty ordinary shot. But Michelle Joy just chased it down, got the offensive rebound, and then uh, had Tracy Beatty wrong-footed pretty much. Beatty had to foul, but... Uh, she made the basket anyway, and another three-point play for the West Coast Waves. That's right, as we see Mel Marsh taking a rest, and Rebecca Mercer is on the floor for the first time tonight. Hunt, Romeo, sorry, with the ball. Too many Nicoles in this Capitals lineup. <laughs> Over to Lacey, she's working out left wing, out to Bibby. Bibby drives, pulls up, short this time, not on her preferred left side. Bevelacqua now gets a rebound, kicks it to Watman. Watman through to Joy. Joy shoots from just inside the three. It's no good. Rebound will bounce out of bounds past Tracy Beattie, but it'll be a Capitals ball. It's really uh, just it's a tight game, Simon. You know, still sitting at 21 all with two and a half minutes to go. It's uh, Quick sub there. Tracy Beattie's out. Uh, Susie Bakovic is back on. Romeo with the ball. Goes right-hand side. Drives on the... Defenders, Perth, Perth seem a little slow to get into their defensive assignments, Michelle. We've seen them beaten in transition with some easy layups for Canberra a few times now. This time, Romeo just had the ball, saw the gap. The gap wasn't closing, so she drove, drew the foul from uh, Samantha Norwood, her first personal. Yeah, that's right. And Dave Herbert's called a timeout. He clearly wants to have a bit of a chat to the girls, uh, make sure that they're organised defensively. As you said, Simon, there's been a little bit of communication breakdowns in the West Coast lineup in terms of their defensive assignments and uh, I'd imagine that he'd be talking to them a bit about that and I think at the other end of the floor whilst you know Canberra haven't extended the lead, uh, sorry haven't established a lead at all, certainly West Coast have looked uncomfortable offensively the last couple of sets down the floor Yeah and uh, you look at the normal usual suspects for Canberra in the scoring position but Hannah Bowley is leading all scorers with uh, Seven points, Tolo with four. Bevilacqua leading the scoring for West Coast. Yeah, you'd have to say that, um, I mean, we've seen, as we mentioned, some, some easy layups for, for Canberra on a number of occasions. Perth have been a little bit lucky, sort of catching some awkward bouncing offensive rebounds. And, uh, in a, uh, yeah, you'd say that their, their scoring opportunities have been a little bit more luck than Yeah, good they're management. a bit more forced than... <laughs> yeah. It hasn't looked as smooth, so... Canberra will inbound the ball from the baseline as we go to Craig. 
Herbert says it is the defensive plays, the defence that's really affecting the uh, waves at the moment. For Coach Graff, she wants to keep going in hard, and if Susie's getting the space, keep giving it to her. Not surprising. Not at all. That's a bit of a no-brainer. <laughs> um, little inbound pass there for the Capitals it was spilt out of bounds, but it's uh, Rachel Watman trying to save it from going out of bounds. She stepped on the baseline, so it's going to be a caps line. Caps baseline ball, just waiting for the floor wipers to come out and clean up a little. Look at the spread of the minutes for the Canberra team. I mean, that's the other thing. Uh, Graffy hasn't got a player who's played more than five and a half minutes, really. Yeah, Wilson and Tolo, five yeah. and a half minutes. And the rest are all just spread around. So, as we see the ball get into Bakovic, who couldn't make it, but Bowley comes oh, up with the board. Oh, great offensive board from Hannah Bowley. Kicks it out to Bibby. Three points from Jess Bibby. There's that spread of scoring power that we always talk about with Canberra. They're potent, aren't they? They can go to any number of players on the floor. Watman now with the ball gets to Mercer. Back out to Michelle Joy outside the three-point line. Pass into Zoe Harper. She's got Bakovic defending her. Shoots over Susie's hand and nails it. So nice shot there from Zoe Harper. And the Capitals lead 24-23 with a minute 40 left in this first quarter. Bakovic with the ball outside the three. Goes right to Lacey. Through to Bibby, back to Bakovic. She says, I'll have a look at this three-point shot and nails it as well. That's right. Well, we know Susie can do that. You can't afford to give her that much space. She's tough inside, but she's reliable from three-point range as well. It's uh, Mercer with the ball now for Perth. Looking for Harper. Harper's back to her, though. You're right, there's just not that sense of... uh, of offence, smooth offence for Perth. Watman there forces up a shot, but it drops, so whatever's working, they're staying in touch. They all count. That's the important thing. Absolutely. Watman there on Lacey. Lacey looking really uncomfortable with the ball pressure there. That's right. As we see Hunt and Tolo coming back on for Bowley, who's had a fantastic... Very valuable minutes there from Hannah Bowley. Really good output from uh, Hannah Bowley. We don't... We know that the time she's out there, she's always really reliable defensively and works hard and sets strong screens, but she's actually scoring some points, which is great to see. Hunt see Bibby to Bibby curl. on the free throw line and bang. Just classic Bibby. She hates a 180 reverse. <laughs> <laughs> she's good at just curling off that screen action yeah. from the baseline and knocking it down. Mercer with the ball now for Perth. Flicks it to Joy. Joy through... Mel Marsh back on. Her shot is no good. Lacey with the rebound. Pushes it down the floor. Goes left. Flicks it way across to Tully Bevelacqua, who has an eternity. Doesn't want the three. Because they'll just take a shot, few steps inside and nail a jump shot. That's just Bibby who uh, knocking that one down. So, uh... But the amount of time Bibby had and, and out on the three-point line all alone. Dave Herbert would not be happy with that move. No. Marsh now with the ball been guarded by Lacey working through the screen, kicks it out Michelle Joy, outside shot is no good long pass from Lacey oh, Lacey with the one hand baseball pass from about the (laughs) opposite free throw line, almost hit the ring so Canberra certainly looking, I mean it's only six points but looking to really stretch out that dominance in the last few minutes there well if you have a look at the play by play we'll be able to see, I think it was in that last probably only minute that uh, they actually extended their lead out to six points. It was all tied up and then it just came in a rush. So, you know, Canberra 
Uh, probably, you know, not particularly happy with that first uh, quarter of basketball, but as I said, they've had a lot of people on and off the floor. They haven't stuck their group out there. I mean, you know, Susie's been in and out, and she was clearly very dominant when she was out there. So you'd be expecting, um, you know, their six-point lead at the moment, and hopefully they'll just be able to continue to put, give players opportunities to get out there and play and continue to build on that lead. Yeah, just we sort of mentioned it during the call, Michelle, just the uh, the waves just not looking horribly organised in their offensive sets. They sort of coming down, we're seeing people obviously looking to pass as part of their offensive set and people with their back to them and yeah. uh, I'm but sure we'll see that step up a bit as the game goes on. It's a reflection on the pressure, the defensive pressure that Canberra are putting them under and they certainly Canberra have done a, a pretty good job of keeping the ball out of Tully's hands. You know, she's critical for them in terms of getting them organised offensively. And Craig's been listening in to the timeouts. Coach Herbert said what went wrong with bullying is going wrong right now for Dandenong. He said, remember your scout notes. Bibby hits them from outside. Bakovich can. And you've got to remember, Bakovich goes left. Just those simple things. He was very animated in that timeout. Coach Graff said our defence has been good. They've made some very good shots, the Waves. But... She thinks the defence can be better and she wants them to lift in this quarter. Yeah, you, you, it's pretty much uh, anyone who takes themselves seriously in the WNBL has got to know that Susie Bakovic <laughs> goes left. You don't even have to take yourself too seriously, I don't <laughs> think. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, these girls, they're, they're drilled and coached and they're scouted. They should know that stuff. And that's just, you know, a lack of application to the job at hand, really. So, uh, not surprised was a bit animated. Susan's a bit of a uh, bit of an amazing player in that she can find a way to go left even when she hasn't got left. Hunt now with the ball. Oh, there it is again. Just works off. Got, got a layup. A little bit of pressure on the layup. Forces the missed shot. Zoe Harper now going coast to coast for Perth. Kicks it in. Michelle Joy outside to Mel Marsh. She drives. Ooh, tried to get it through. There was a a gap there for half a second between Bakovic and Tolover. That closed quickly. So the ball actually bounced off uh, Susie, I think, there in the end. It's going to be Mel Marsh from the baseline. Out to Mercer. Give and go. Shot is short. Falls into Mariana Tolo's lap. Easiest rebound she'll get tonight. Bibby now just taking on the Perth defence. She's exploiting that, um, that transition. Just doesn't seem to be there for Perth, Michelle. No, that's right. They're just a bit slow defensively in transition, and we see Tully forced to put a hand in. She was probably unlucky. I think there was uh, the other player there that could have, in effect, been called for that foul as well, but that will be Tully's second for the night, I think. Yep. Personal foul number two for Tully. Jess Bibby makes the first of the free throws and knocks down the second, so Canberra's lead extends out to eight. 33 plays 25, nine and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Kate Malpass with the ball. Sorry, Michelle Joy with the ball. Kicks it out to Malpass. She took some drives. Kicks it back out to Joy. Good defense from Canberra. Joy drives on Bakovic. Still Susie not letting anything easy go. She's going to pick up her first personal of the night. But you've got five to give. You don't want people making layups on you, so that's a good foul. Michelle Joy is a bit, um, bit deceptive. She's very quick off that first step, Michelle. Yeah, she is. She's, uh, you know, she's been playing in this league for a few seasons now, and uh, 
Well, she can. She can put the ball on the floor and penetrate, which makes her a difficult matchup for some of the bigs when they do match up against her. But uh, she see she's uh, coming off now and take a rest on the bench. She looked like she had a bit of a grimace on her face there, so I'm not sure if she just tweaked something or whether she's just a bit hot. It is warm here tonight. Samantha Norwood uh, back on. A lot of work being done on Rachel Watman down there on the bench too. She seems to be having some upper leg issues, maybe some cramping. Tolo now with the ball, high post, kicks it back out to Lacey. Resets, Tolo low now, works in against Harper. Little hooky. And two more for Mariana Tolo. Ooh, almost dropped ball there from Tully Bevilacqua. I think Jess Bibby just got a hand in there, but Tully regathers. Works it up. Nicole Hunt. Both hands on Tully Bevilacqua there as she's working. Maybe a, a little over-exuberant. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I'm guarding Tully. That's all right. Just a little, <laughs> you know, bit of screen action, a bit of a hand check to try and slow her down and uh, got caught on that occasion. Looks like the Caps are going to... Uh, Looks like they're in a bit of a match-up zone here to me, so it'll be interesting to see if they stay in that for very long or whether it's, yeah, no, a match-up zone. That Ooh, air ball. There was an article in the Canberra Times today, Simon, where uh, one of the things that they mentioned was that during the week Carly Wilson was talking about Bill Tomlinson, who is a coach in the men's league, came down and had a couple of sessions, and she said they tried a few different things defensively. It'll be interesting to see if they throw them out on the floor tonight. Yeah, whether they were going to tuck them away for finals. We'll mm. wait and see. Susie Bakovic now in traffic. Puts it into the front of the ring, but got the shooter's roll, and it's dropped on over. Susie with uh, nine points now. Tully Bevilacqua working baseline, kicks it out to Harper. Baseline jump shot is no good. Susie Bakovic with the rebound. Rips it away from Hunt on the board then. <laughs> Hunt, Hunt gets it into Tolo. She's in under the basket. Little flick doesn't go. She's in a lot of pressure from Harper. Harper looks to be struggling fitness-wise a bit, I think, as this game progresses. Tolo's going to be able to, to win that competition. Mercer now with the ball. Well, Tolo's very quick up and down the floor. So. Yeah. Oh, good hands from Susie Bakovic. Just knocks the ball out of Zoe Harper's hands. Hunt now in transition. She's going to exploit that slow transition. Oh. Shot doesn't drop. Yes, we're getting a lot of open layups. but yeah. just unable to get them to drop tonight. It's so. almost like she's expecting more contact and mm. uh, sort of moving away. Maybe she's remembering what Dandenong was like <laughs> yeah. last week. Tully's now driving. Lost control of it. Nicole Hunt dives in there. Just Bibby now. She's driving on Harper. She's going to go and attack the basket. She's fouled by Mel Marsh. And... Perth looks to be hurting, Michelle. Perth, Perth are looking, West Coast. <laughs> West, West Coast are looking like they're puffing, and uh, you know they're working hard out there, and it just seems to be taking a bit of a toll on them as we see some very thankful girls getting a sub there. We see also Coach Graff quickly subs on Nicole Romeo for uh, for, for Nicole Hunt. Interesting to see Simon just how often Coach Graff has gone to the bench and really rotating the numbers in this first quarter. Yep, Craig's seeing it the same as we are. We're uh, I'd expect to see that a lot, particularly if uh, West Coast start looking tired, which they certainly have pretty early in the game. So we'll see how they handle it. Just Bibby knocks down both of those free throws. Caps 39, leading the Waves 27 with seven minutes left. Malpass over to Norwood, top of the key. Kicks it out to Michelle Joy. She's outside the three. Tolo breaks up the pass, but Norwood comes away with the ball. She's open, takes a shot. It's no good. Kate Malpass just... Gets past Bibby there. Shot goes up. It's no good. Joy with the rebound. Her shot doesn't drop either. And now it's Nicole Romeo. 
with the ball for Canberra. Tolo flicks it over to Bibby, right-hand side. She drives on Tully. Little layup just doesn't drop, but it falls back into Bibby's hands. She brings it back out, resets the offense. And Canberra will go at it again. Romeo goes left to Willie. Out to the left. Oh, just Bibby there. Thought she was going to shoot it, but she passed it off at the last minute to Tolo. Tolo backs down Samantha Norwood and gets and an Tully easy two. <laughs> and Tully, yep. So Perth looking a little at odds at the moment. Malpass. Out on the right-hand side. Gets it into oh, to Norwood, but she can't hang on to it. It's broken up. Tolo came away with the rebound and then uh, Norwood did a good job of, of pressuring as soon as she had possession and uh, Tolo just picked it up, a little double dribble. And she, she gave herself it. away, I didn't know. she? <laughs> she might have got away I, with that one. I want to play, po- I want to play poker with uh, Tolo because she's got no poker face <laughs> at all. None whatsoever. I was like, oh no! <laughs> it was all over her face. Neverlack went out with the ball. Gets to the free throw line, little pull-up jump shot, knocks it down. It's first score for Perth in quite some time, but there's offensive transition for the Caps. Muscle White, Cozier, sorry, gets the offensive shot, but it's Bali again with the offensive rebound. She resets it. Romeo makes another layup. Too many layups for Canberra. Too many layups, too many layups for Canberra. Fortunately for West Coast, they're not making them all. I don't think Cozier has scored, Simon. It's a long time since we've seen Cozier not put some points on the board in the first uh, 15 minutes, 15 of, the game, minutes yeah. of a game. Tully B drives baseline. She's fouled by Hunt. No, by Romeo, sorry. Oh, I tell a lie. Cozier's actually got two. <laughs> so Tully's going to go to the free throw line. She's still looking at that left yeah. hand or wrist or something there, Michelle. No, it's not shooting, so it's baseline. Mal pass with the ball deep, right, left hand, baseline, back out to Tully. Well, so we see Canberra in a zone again. Joy dishes out to Mal pass. Nothing going. She drives in, under pressure, puts up a shot, doesn't drop. Tolo with the rebound. Cozier in traffic. Michelle Joy does a good job defending her, gets her out. Bowley on Mal pass. Her shot doesn't drop, but they both fight for the rebound. It's Carly Wilson. It comes away with the rebound. And Nicole Romeo's got to reset things. Oh, Tolo's just wandered into the key. Got the ball. Good defence from Samantha Norwood. She really had to scramble to stop Tolo making a layup there. Turns into a jump ball situation. And that's going to go to Perth's advantage. Tolo has a breather. And Rebecca Haynes on for Canberra. We haven't seen Scott Craig down on the sideline. You can say the game's really started now. Tully's hit the ground. Also, interesting game from uh, Rachel Wadman. She's had a very important game. So is Michelle Joy from the Waves. Ooh, long pass there. And Cozier just not able to pull it down. 4.26. We see the guards rotate again for Canberra. Romeo sits down. Nicole Hunt coming back out. And I think we're going to see a lot of that tonight. We're going to see a lot of quick guard transition. Well, that's Full right. They'll pressure. keep rotating them to keep the pressure up on uh, Tully, who's uh, she hasn't sat down as yet. So uh, I'd be surprised if we see her sit down at all. She drives into the key, puts up a shot, doesn't drop. Ooh, Norwood and Haynes fighting for that rebound, and it's just come off Haynes at the last minute. So it's going to be a baseline ball for 
the waves, new 24 second clock as well, so plenty of time, but Tully doesn't waste any time, shoots a three and she's fouled by Nicole Hunt for three free throws. That's right. And Rebecca Haynes saw a lot of court time early in the season, Simon, uh, you know, was getting good consistent minutes and uh, over the last couple of weeks, just before Christmas, she hasn't had as much court time as she was getting earlier on and Hannah Bowley's started to get a few more minutes and, and it's, I guess it's reward for um, the good work that Hannah's been doing. Absolutely, and, and Haynes was good too, what we saw of her, so that speaks volumes of how well Hannah Bowley's playing at the moment too. Yeah. Tully makes the first two, lining up for the third free throw now. And makes that one as well. So 43 plays 34. Four minutes and five seconds left in this second quarter. Nicole Hunt with the ball for Canberra. Flicks it left to Wilson. Carly Wilson goes left down to Cozier. She fakes the three and drives into the keyway. Little floater rattles around but doesn't drop. Good bowling again in there. She gets the ball, knocks it free and Haynes has the ball. Ooh, wild pass from Beck Haynes there but Carly Wilson pulls it back in as the Capitals' offence resets. As we see, the West Coast have gone into a zone now against Canberra, and uh, Canberra just need to adjust a little bit offensively. As Bowley, good penetration and dish to Wilson on the perimeter, and you can't give Carly Wilson that much space. No way. We've seen Carly Wilson bury some big shots in the last few weeks as West Coast go coast to coast, and Tully puts up a three. It doesn't drop. Willow with the rebound. Cozier now... Flicks it to Carly Wilson. Good screen from Bowley. Wilson gets around, drops it into Bowley. Little hooky, rattles around and drops. That's right. And uh, Hannah Bowley's, you know, up there in the top scorer. She's probably, she's got nine points in the first 17 minutes of this game, which is probably a season high for her, I imagine. <laughs> Could be looking at a career high. Oh, good strong drive there from Norwood. A few bodies went spilling. No, no malice or anything. Just no, good, no. solid contact. Oh, as we see Hunt almost travel and she kicks the ball to, to Wilson. Wilson back to uh, over to Cozier on the right-hand wing as they getting a bit of screen action inside as Wilson's free on the perimeter again and uh, doesn't, doesn't make it on this occasion. Ooh, almost a travel there from Kate Malpass this time. Good box out from Bally. Had Norwood coming over the top. She didn't get the rebound but was able to Keep her out of the way for Carly Wilson to get it. Into transition now. Cozy has got a deep right. Drops it into Bowley again. And Hannah Bowley's got 11 points. Equal top scorer for the Capitals at the moment. So she's racking them up, which is great to see. Three players on 11. They're sharing the scoring too. So. <laughs> Malpass drives. Kicks it out to Joy. Good shot. And it's all net. Their long two-point shot from Michelle Joy. Nicole Hunt now bringing the ball up. Goes right-hand side. Flicks it deep to Carly Wilson. Back outside. Hunt drives again. Kicks it to Wilson. Wilson drives left this time. Walks into the keyway. Shot goes up. It's good. Cozier and Foley just almost sort of nullified each other in that contest. And it was Tully Bevilacqua who came around with the rebound. But Cozier gets her first rebound. Her first... Uh, foul and both teams are going to have a think about it. 49 yeah. plays 38. Perth just getting back into it a little bit in the last couple of minutes, Michelle. Yeah, they they have. They've uh, settled a little bit and, you know, 
you look at the group that Canberra had on the floor in those last few minutes as well. It was essentially their bench plus, uh, in, except for Cal, Carly Wilson, who's yeah. only starter on the floor. And players who haven't had lots of minutes in that, you know, you've got... Uh, I can't remember the girl's name. That's terrible. The, the kid who played early in the season for large minutes. and uh, Rebecca Haynes. Rebecca Haynes. Yep. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> Mental blank there, you know, who hasn't had a lot of court time recently. So, you know, just adjusting and getting back into the, into the role of things. So, you know, Canberra is still up by 11 at this point with a minute and a half to go. And, you know, Graffy's just continued to throw players out there and get people rotating in and out very quickly. So it's uh, good to see that. You know, Canberra continued to build their lead even without, you know, a starting group on the floor. Yep, Tully Bevelacqua has played the entire 18 and a half minutes so far. Craig's been down there listening in to the timeouts. Graffy wants a score on every play. Dave Herbert wants two stops in the last one minute and 34 seconds. Uh-huh. The challenge is on. The challenge is on. <laughs> now, I'm assuming that Graffy's not talking about this from the foul line because that's a big ask. Yeah. <laughs> So Tully makes the first of those free throws. She's now on the 12 points, leading all scorers. Now a large majority of those from the free throw line too. She's just proving a real handful. Tully sits down, gets her first rest of the night as Rachel Watman comes back on for the waves. Hunt with the ball. Gets to Bowley. Kicks it into Bibby. Bibby turns. No, little fake there. Wraps around, just classic Bibby there, just had the ball on the string, was able to manufacture a layup for herself in the end. That's right. Rachel Watman now. Oh, good work, Hunt, getting through that screen. Kicks it over to Jasmine Hooper. She's on for the first time tonight. Gets it to Harper. Her shot's no good. Lacey with the rebound. Gets it out to Hunt. Hunt drives again. She is just pushing that boundary every time she brings the ball down. Out to Susie. Susie goes left to Bowley. Her three-point shot doesn't drop this time. And Harper comes up with the rebound. Kate Malpass with the ball. Gets it left to Hooper. Hooper back out to Norwood. She drives right on Bowley. Puts up a little flick shot. No good. Susie Bakovic all over that rebound. She gets it out in transition to Hunt. Hunt gets it into Lacey. Lacey looks at the drive but brings it back out. Good move. And Hunt slows things down again. There's 10 on the shot clock. Cap sitting up for a play. Screens off Susie Bakovic. Dumps it into Bally. Back out to Hunt. Three-point shot goes up. No good. So just trying to work the clock there and get run through some offensive sets and plays for Caps, but not successful on that occasion. 51-40, one second left in this second half. And there we go. Second quarter, sorry. Inbound pass to Zoe Harper. She looks exhausted, as do quite a few of the Waves girls. Yeah, that's right. And they'll be glad to get into the change rooms and have a bit of a, a breather. Certainly some of the Waves players have played a lot more minutes than the uh, Canberra team have and uh, you know Canberra is up by 11 at half time leading 51 to 40 up at, by 6 at uh, quarter time so they've extended the lead but you know at one point there it looked like they were going to run right over the top of the West Coast but you know they stuck at it and uh, you know 
made sure that they locked it down a bit and didn't let Canberra get that run. You know, also, I guess the other factor was that Canberra played their bench players for a lot of minutes in that quarter. Yeah, we're looking at the, uh, the, the minutes here. Michelle Nicole Hunt played 14 minutes. That was the most of any capital. Uh, Cozy has only played eight. Tolo's only played 12. Susie Bakovic has only played 12 minutes as well, as well as Jess Bibby. So uh, plenty of time there for the for Capitals' big guns. They've had a nice rest and a nice breather. Look at Hannah Bowley's stats. You know, she's played 11 and a half minutes. She's five from seven from the field, shooting at 71%, 100% from the three-point line. Uh, you know, a couple of boards, a couple of assists. Um, yeah, she's having a pretty good outing, really, isn't she? <laughs> Absolutely. Just walk away now. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no, right. She's, uh, she's playing very, very well at the moment, and there's a... Just an added gem for the um, for the Capitals. In, in comparison, we've got a lot of players. Tully Bevelak was played 17 and a half minutes. Uh, Samantha Norwood's played 17 minutes. Yeah. And uh, a couple of other 10 and 12 minute players there. Mel Marsh, 12 minutes. So, yeah, yeah plenty of work to do That's for right. the Lynx. We're going to see if we can get hold of a box score from Dandenong. See what's going on down there. Sorry, from Bullying. And just waiting for the marvels of technology. Apparently that game hasn't started yet. I think it might be an 8, eight o'clock tip-off uh, tonight. So we've got a, a little bit longer to go. But, um, yeah, we will when the game gets underway. We'll try and keep you up to date with, with the scores from that game. That's a pretty important game in terms of, uh, you know, people asserting their authority coming into finals and what have you. And, of course, the... Uh, the other game played tonight is in Queensland, so that'll be an hour later again, probably start around 9 o'clock our local time here. But uh, big concern, I think, Michelle, the main thing that came out of that was just, you know, I hate to say it, but fitness for the Waves. They just, they look to struggle in defensive transition and they, they look spent at the end of that first half. Yeah, they did. A few players out there were looking like they were puffing a bit, but... Uh you know, these girls train week in, week out. I'm sure that they've got a little bit left in the in the tank. It is pretty warm in here tonight at the arena, but uh, anyway, we'll wait and see how they come out at half time, out of the half time break, and and see what happens. Mel Marsh has been a little bit quiet. Simon Mel Marsh has been having a fantastic season, and. Uh, She's been a little bit quiet so far in this game. She's played 12 minutes, and I think she's gotten five uh, five points for the West Coast Waves. So they probably need her to pick it up a little bit and put a few more points on the board. Michelle, it's been a very interesting game, and uh, it was an interesting comment that uh, Coach Herbert made during one of those timeouts where he was very, very scathing on the girls for not having committed to memory those notes, those scouting notes that they had worked on for the entire week and he was getting very frustrated at the easy baskets that were, you know, just straight out scouting notes. Hannah Bowley picking up a three-pointer from the top of the arc. That's not in the notes. Well, no, that's probably not in the notes. But, (laughs) But the, you know, the left-hand turns of Susie, the, the ball penetration, you know, all these things that the Caps have been doing extremely well and I can remember where they had just a handoff play that uh, that uh, Jess came down through the lines, 
at the baseline, all by herself. No contest there for the layup. And the points from the paint tonight, uh, sorry, not the points, the points from the bench for the Capitals has just been phenomenal. And it is uh, really, you know, with Jess on 13, you have Bowley on 11. Just to start with, there's 24 points of the Caps 51. That's right. And that's now, it's still a bit of work for the Caps to do on D, though, because the Waves have scored 40 points. And they're shooting a 39, which isn't a bad clip. But, um, well, of course, this stealth sheet doesn't have the, um, doesn't have the bench points. But, uh, yeah, that has been something that's been critical. Tally Bevilacqua, well, we, we saw her just giving her all as usual. And age doesn't weary her. She is just still going as hard as ever. I think it is timely in this uh, sport radio broadcast to mention that in a couple of weeks' time, the Caps have uh, offered to do their bit. A dollar from every ticket sold is going to the Queensland Flood Appeal, and that is great news, and certainly we'd be hoping everyone within the, the ACT region makes an effort to get down there to support that appeal for the uh, Queensland flood victims. That's right. Yeah, certainly the... Uh, and, and the other thing they're doing is they're offering a two-for-one deal on, on the tickets so that they can get as many people as they can through the door and there'll be other opportunities for people to contribute when they're here. So it would be great. It's the game against Logan, so the Queensland... Queensland, yeah. Queensland team... Uh, and, and it'll be Veely here and we've seen the crowd really come out tonight to support Tully and, you know... Nothing wrong with the basketball that the West Coast players are playing. It is a very, very different looking team to the uh, Perth Lynx that we've been seeing out here for a few years now where they've really been struggling to get players on the court. Here you've got players on the court that want to play and are playing hard. I have to say from my courtside vantage that I've seen for most of the game, the West Coast team has liked the physicality of this game, the way it's been called. They've been frustrated and they've been frustrating themselves because all those things that we're used to, the sort of rugby calls that we see week in, week out here, they're obviously not too used to it and they've been seeing some stuff that I've even thought was a bit soft and complaining to the refs that it hasn't been called and the refs have just been saying to them, play on, play on. Yeah, yeah you know, that's nothing. And I, I think that's one of the... Uh, the things that we have seen over the years from Dave Herbert teams is they've always been rough, they've always had plenty of niggle in them and I don't think that they're doing a bad job myself from uh, courtside, he's certainly talking to him. he's doing a lot of coaching there uh, he's been talking to him about what he's expecting, he's been berating them when they've been doing the wrong thing which you know, uh, you've been a coach Michelle <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes that's the only way well, it's about the, you know, like you made the comment about Dave um, being really animated about the girls not knowing the scout. You know, that's an unforgivable sin in a coach's book, you know. You don't spend time scouting teams to let them do the stuff that they do well and not be recognising that and adjusting to it. So I understand that frustration, you know. And the players that are out there are not surprise players. They've been around in this league for a long time, so they should know what the scout is. And, and it's those little things that's that that application to the game and to the effort. And, and it's not just about getting out there and running around. It's about understanding what your job is, understanding what your role is, you know, understanding the game and the way that it wants to be played. That's the important stuff. And that's what's really frustrating. And 
I think, you know, Dave's got a group out on the floor now where he's got some experience. He's got a lot of experience in Atali Bevilacqua. He's got a Mel Marsh who's been around the league for a while. You know, a Michelle Joy who's played for a, a while as well. But um, there's still a lot of players in there who haven't got a lot of experience at this level. So it is a learning curve for him. And it's absolutely critical that Dave does do a lot of coaching, you know, really intense coaching and really individual coaching and, and a lot of it's really basic messaging that he has to deliver because it is that level of inexperience out on the floor. So, you know, it's not, I mean, the frustration levels will be high, but we've, we've seen Dave Herbert build teams before from, from the bottom up and I think that's really what the West Coast Waves are trying to do here is to, to rebuild, I guess, a franchise in, in the West um, you know, Perth were back in back in the day. Perth were you know a powerhouse. A, a powerhouse in the women's league. They were a great club. They had great crowds. They had good performing teams, and there was a lot of passion about it. And uh, unfortunately, that died off for a while there. And it seems like I think you know WA are trying to do the right thing here and rebuild their women's program. Mm. And you know, as Dave said, this team's won more teams this season than a Perth team has lost has in the last, um, you know, ten years. I think it is since uh, since they've had that kind of win loss record. So it's a a great start to what I hope will be the the foundation for the way forward for the West Coast. Yep, it's interesting, Coach Herbert and Coach Bella and uh, and co-captain Tally Bevilacqua having a long, long talk as they walk back out to the court. Tally's just heading back off court now, but uh, they've just had a really long chat, and now Tally having a chat to uh, Mariana Tolo, so perhaps Tully's needing some uh, she might assistance be needing. there. She I know there was, she put up her hand a couple of times saying, I need a, I need a rotation, yeah. and uh, Craig Friday and, uh, and uh, the uh, coaching staff was out there just, you know, Dave, Tally's calling. Yep. And, uh, he, and I think she early in the game, Craig, Simon and I both spotted that it, there was a, a um, diving on the ball under the basket and she came up and she was holding her, her shoulder and, and sort of trying to shake it out. And I actually think that the doctor, from what I could see under the tunnel there, she's just gone to uh, uh, Graham Bracken, the Canberra um, medical staff, to see if she can get a little bit of treatment on that shoulder, I think. So hopefully that won't... Um, impair her for the rest of the game. And that is of huge concern, not necessarily tonight where the Caps have got an 11-point lead and do look like that they can uh, accelerate away at any particular time, but tomorrow night that is going to be crucial. They're really wanting that win. They want to grab as many wins as they can and keep those uh, faint hopes of finals alive for as long as they can because that is going to do what you were saying, help rebuild the program back there in WA and obviously the longer that they're they're producing a contest and the longer that they're out there on the floor showing that they are a team that means business that's going to bring the fans in back in WA. We forget now after 10 years of Capitals dominance just what it was like and I'm sure you don't forget. I can tell you what it's like. But (laughs) it is is one of those things that uh, what Coach Graff has been able to do with the program here is obviously a model that other clubs that are struggling are trying to use. They're bringing in an experienced coach. They're bringing in, well, in this case, one-star tally. Of course, uh, uh, Graffy had the luxury of bringing in about the AIS Championship core and also bringing in Shelley Sandy and, and a few other old heads that she had known 
for so many years. It was a big call then and it's paid off with a, uh, what have we got now? Seven flags up waving in the, her reign here at Canberra. That's right. Obviously, if Perth can get anywhere near that success, they'll, they'll believe their investment has been well and truly worth it. That's right, and it does take an, invest, an investment, and it takes a lot of support from the local West Australian Basketball Association. As, as it did when Graffy came to town in Canberra, it was a big call to invest the resources and the, and the money and the dollars into the program, and it's clearly paid off. So, um, look, they've got some backing from Transact, and love or hate that company, they have put a lot of money into this women's basketball team, and it, it outstrips any sponsorship in women's sport across this country by a country mile. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it, it took a lot of work um, to get there, but it, it certainly has paid off for Canberra. I think the point you make about um, per the WA, West Australian Waves, being hungry for a win tomorrow night, you can't, you know, those AIS kids, you just had to look at their faces when they walked away with a win last Saturday night against uh, Sydney Flames, and I reckon they'll be pretty hungry too. So I reckon that'll be a great game tomorrow night. Mark Aston and I get the uh, pleasure of calling that one as both teams are huddling up now, getting ready for their final address. Simon Peters will be back in the chair for the second half action as I have a listen to the coaches. Thanks, Michelle, for your time. Craig. So teams are just in their last little huddle before they go back into the game at the half. Uh, you know, see Tully's back out on the bench now, but she did, did receive some treatment from uh, Tully Bevilacqua. Oh, sorry, she did, Tully Bevilacqua did receive some treatment from the medical staff and it uh, be interesting to see. She's sitting on the bench talking like she's going to go out there and start the game, Simon, so hopefully all is good. Yeah, we did see a wander into the Caps dressing room in the second half of that uh, half-time break, so... Maybe she got just a little confused is the other option. She did, was here a while, she <laughs> might have thought, oh yeah, this is the one I go into. Oh, hang on a minute, I'm not in that team anymore. <laughs> but no, she's there, she's... Having and a little dancing. bit of a dance, uh, the music waiting the last 20 seconds, so <laughs> looking very relaxed, very comfortable, but she is grabbing that left shoulder though. <laughs> She's shaking it out. <laughs> yeah, She's going to break into some Zumba fairly closely. Craig's been having a little Coach Grass, last words. We're getting them to under 15, right? And that is, uh, she was very stern about that as they go out there. Coach Herbert, very positive, saying this is a big challenge for you, take it. Under 15, that'd be uh, Graffy's rule about not letting teams score more than 15 in a quarter. So we will see how the next 10 minutes pans out and whose plan is on track. Capitals will start with the ball. Wilson gets it into Hunt. Hunt just working. Kate Malpass defending her. Puts it down to Cozier on the right-hand baseline. Back out to Tolo. Through to Wilson. Ooh, Susie Bakovic just a little trip there. Norwood gets called for the push. There was a lot of contact before that was eventually called as Norwood picks up her second personal. Koziat will inbound the ball from the baseline to Susie Bakovic. Quick jump shot doesn't drop, but Tolo gets the offensive rebound. And Hunt will reset. Over to Wilson. Wilson looking to drive. Gets it to Bakovic. Tolo now drives. Great dish out to Hunt. Three-point line, and she nails it. 
Joe. Good really job nice from... drive and dish there from Mariana Tolo. Yeah, good job of drawing the D and then just finding the open player on the perimeter. And, and that's exactly what Canberra can do is knock it down from there as well. As we see Marsh bend the corner and kick it out to Harper in the long corner. Couldn't make it, but... Uh, Norwood comes up with a ball. That's a missed block out by Canberra. As we see Marsh driving hard again and has drawn the foul on Carly Wilson there. So she'll go to the line, which is how we saw her start the game, making two from the foul line. Yep, quick exit for Susie Bakovic. Hopefully nothing happened in that little trip she had early on. But I think she's fine. So, bowling in. Melissa Marsh makes that free throw. So, 54 plays, 41. Kelly Wilson with the ball, drops it into Tolo. Low post, back out to Wilson. Back to Tolo. Resets, works it in. Tully Bevelacqua came and stole it from behind. And now Perth have got the ball in transition. Mel Marsh drives into the key, kicks it wide to Kate Malpass. Three-point shot is good. Nice look and good start from Perth, you know. They've got it back to 10. So they certainly haven't let Canberra come out of the blocks and get away from this. We see Cozier looking to put the ball on the floor. Jim Melpass is putting a lot of hands on there yeah, trying to contain Cozier. Barely raises a, uh, an eyebrow there from Cozier. She goes, <laughs> OK, well, that's how you're going to play. You want to play it that way? I'll play back. We'll Don't keep, you worry I'll about that. I'll driving and the rest will call. <laughs> of course, married to a referee, she's probably got a bit of inside knowledge as to what they will and won't call. <laughs> Foley now with the ball. Over to Wilson. Wilson looking to get Tolo in the low post. A little handoff to Wilson. Doesn't drop. Good rebound from Samantha Norwood up to Tully Bevelacqua. Waves in transition. Malpass with the ball. Outside the three on the right-hand side. Drives and puts up an air ball. It's a little half screen there from Norwood. It wasn't really very effective. Caps in offensive transition now. Tolo with the ball. Top of the key. Flicks left to Hunt. And defensive pressure from Waves has really stepped up. She flicks it over to Cozier. Three-point shot. Beautiful shot there from Michelle Cozier. 57 plays at 44. Yeah, look, West Coast just need to fight harder to get through those screens because they're just opening up the perimeter for Canberra. Yeah, they seem very reluctant to really take it on, don't they? Well, the referees are calling everything. Little drive there from Norwood. Hanabali picks up her second personal. So one, uh, there's an interesting milestone which might get achieved tonight, Michelle. So far, oh, there's a nice inbound there, and Tegan Norwood, sorry, Samantha Norwood, Samantha Norwood drives on and scores. Offensive transition, no good for Canberra. Yeah, another missed layout from Canberra. They've missed a lot in, on that sort of transition game tonight. Tully Bevelacqua with a jump shot. She's good. So Perth dominating at the moment, doing a great job. As we see Canberra deciding that they want a timeout, they need to talk about it. And uh, I'm sure Graffy won't be very happy with uh, some of the defensive play that Canberra's had in this first quarter. They've still got a 13-point lead, but there's been... You know, some basic errors from Canberra. Yeah, not anymore. That that uh, 4-0 run there has cut that lead to 9 for Perth. So 57 plays 48. And Dave Herbert looks pretty happy. <laughs> He's down yeah. there. 
big smile on his face as he's talking the girls through what they need to do. A little bit more serious look down the left of our bench here, Michelle, as the Caps carry Graff with that stern look that we've seen many, many times. And That's right. In her timeout situation, she wants to make sure that the waves don't get any encouragement out of that last couple of minutes. Look, shut yeah. them down. It's interesting, isn't it? You look at this uh, West WA Waves team, and I'll come back to my point in a second as we go to Craig. Coach Herbert, as you'd expect, happy with his performance of the girls. They're taking up the challenge as he asked for them at halftime. For Coach Graff, she says, communication subpar. You've got to get that talk level up. And that's why they're falling down defensively. I was going to make a comment about previous West Australian teams that we've seen come to Canberra, you know, they haven't looked like they're enjoying their basketball, there hasn't been a sense of team, it's just a totally different looking group out there, they're having fun together, they're working hard together and they're enjoying the game Susie Bakovic drives on Norwood, gets the free throw gets, sorry makes the layup there's a bit of a spill of body there again it's getting intense out there, Tully Bivalacqua now with the ball, so we see the cosier matchup, I called it <laughs> did, a long time did, did. ago. We finally see it. Oh, a little bit of a... Well, Wilson's been called on that Carly one. Wilson might pick up yeah. a very soft foul. Interesting, that one. I really... Kind of just put a hand out to stop the collision more than anything. Mm. And, uh, but I guess technically, still a foul. Of course, Perth are working against history. The last time a Perth slash West Coast team won against Canberra in Canberra was the 23rd of October 1998. So over it's a long time ago. ago. <laughs> that might have been the year they won the championship, actually. Or played in that final mm. against the AIS. That's right. Cozier now in offensive transition. Gets it to Hunt. Into Susie Vakovic. She's all alone at the free throw line. Drives to the basket and makes the lay-in. 61 plays, 48. 12 points now for back of it. Kate Malpass drives under the key. Smart Trip. defense from Cozier there. Yeah, she just stripped the ball out of oh. the hands as she turns it over, trying to force it down to Wilson. And Marsh picks it up, takes it coast to coat, pulls up outside the key there and knocks down a short-range jump shot. Yeah, it's Tracy B. Keep them in it. That's still 11 points. Yep. Tracy B just too slow to get over on that shot. Hunt now drives on Bevelacqua, gets herself set up, fighting for the ball with Malpass. Eventually it's knocked... Out of bounds by Bevelacqua, I think. And it'll be our baseline ball for Canberra under their basket. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. See Zoe Harper and uh, Kate Malpass come and sit down. Hunt with the ball. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Off the screen from Bakovic. Drops it over to Cozier. Here comes the three. And money. Just all the time in the world too, Michelle. No one nearer. Just too much space as we see Mel Marsh going coast to coast, unable to make it. But uh, Joy, I think it is, has picked up the board and she goes to work against Bakovic, who's called for the foul. (laughs) She's not happy. Question the ref, but both of them with broad grins there, I think. (laughs) Yeah, Michelle Joy. She wasn't on, but she wasn't going to let the opportunity go. That's right. Without questioning Michelle Joyle stepped to the line. She makes the first of the free throws. And knocks down the second. So Perth still in it. Apologies to West Coast fans, and we keep saying Perth. It's a very hard 
habit to break. <laughs> As we see, Dave Herbert has turned another, called another timeout. We'll just sit Watch out for break. a big call out of this timeout, guys. Tully to Cozia. <laughs> All right. So we, we, we saw the Cozia to Tully defensive stop, but are we going to see Tully pick up Michelle Cozia? I guess that's what Craig was just <laughs> mentioning there. We'll uh, see how that works out. No, no slouch in the defensive end at all. Tully Bevilacqua, but probably given away six inches at least on Michelle Cozier, So That's right. And I think, look, you know, Cozier certainly is knocked down one then. But the real problem and the reason why she, she was knocking him down was just because Perth are not getting through screen action and uh, aren't getting closing out hard on those perimeter shooters. We've seen Hunt knock one down this quarter. I think Wilson got one. We've seen uh, Cozier knock down a couple. So... You know, it's, it's broader than just being about cozier. It's been about getting through screen action and uh, closing out, closing out on the perimeter shooters. You can't give that much space. To well, the camera story on. down in Melbourne too. The Rangers up 23 to 22 ahead of Boyne at quarter time. Yes, Coach Kraft said defensively we're doing better, but there's still room to move. Coach Herbert was happy with the communication. He's happy with the talk out there. They just need to uh, rotate around a bit more and make sure they get to those baseline cutters. Definitely want to see them on those baseline cutters. There have been a, a lot of open looks for camera tonight that Coach Herbert would want to be down. Romeo with the ball now. Gets it through to Lacey. Down to Cozier. Tully Bevelacqua guarding her. <laughs> Cozier drives to the top of the key. Flicks it off to Romeo. Oh, Big Lacey outside. from downtown. That was well downtown. That was almost in the other car park. But the shot, no good. Quick transition. Lacey makes a man, steals the ball from Michelle Joy. And Romeo now in transition for Canberra. Attacks the basket, past Hooper. Shot doesn't drop. And it's going to be... Bivalacqua is calling for a, fa for a, a sub here. Yeah, she took another knock on the... Yeah, she took another knock on her um, arm there. On her, on her shoulder, sorry. So, see, she's got to take these free throws. Yeah, well, that's right. Canberra's in the bone. Sorry, is is uh, in foul trouble here. They've got five racked up with four and a half minutes to go. So, you know, Telly will knock these two down and going to have to be really careful that they don't allow um, Perth to get back into this game by sending them to the foul line. Kate Fielding on for the first time tonight for Perth and uh, Rachel Watman gives Tully a breather as she heads straight to the bench. She's still got a grimace on her face. So. Yeah, she's kind of nursing that shoulder too. Romeo with the ball now for Canberra. Right hand side outside the three. Tolo looks to get set up. Big contact there as Tolo tried to move through that screen. Watman just came up both hands with a, a big push and the referee was all over that. Yeah, well, you know, Dave said to him, I want you to, you know, talk about the cut action and that's what you tried to do was just body check the cutters but a little less a little obviously. Subtly, yeah. <laughs> Romeo drops it into Tolo, very high post. Turns left, gives it to Lacey. Lacey drives baseline. Nice layup in the end but just doesn't drop. Tracy Beattie just walked in there with see your hands and said, no, no, you're 6'9". I'll pick that up. Romeo drops it into Tolo. She's deep under the basket. Resets, gets itself position. Doesn't go. Almost got the rebound. Still chasing it down. Cozier knocks it into 
Romeo's hands, and that was great work, great hustle. Just the sort of stuff, bread and butter for Cozy. And That's she always right. Those one percenters. Now it's back into Tola. She works into the key, and Michelle Joy just out of position, just had no choice really but to hang on for the ride as Tolo was going in. So she gets pinged for her first personal of the night. Dave Herbert's seen enough. He needs a big body in there to try to slow that yeah. down. So Harper's in. Tolo's battling hard in there. They're being fairly physical against her and she's working hard to uh, get position. So she's missed a few, but she's got to convert them under that. Romeo with the ball outside. Open three. No, oh, in and out. Unlucky. Watman gets the rebound as a reach-in foul. I think it's going to be on Tolo. It's yep. interesting that they call that little reach, but have missed some of the other stuff. So, so we see just Bibby, Bibby coming back onto the floor, and Cozier will take a rest. And uh, Rachel Watman's going to step to the foul line and uh, probably ice these two in dead time. And you know, put this back into a single-figure game. Whoop, oh. I put the mockers on her. <laughs> Rattled around, touched every part of the rim except the right one. And Missed them both. The front, yeah, but she chases down the rebound. She knocked it out of bounds. She's got a better poker face than Tolo. <laughs> she was trying to sell that one there, but 64-54. Uh, both teams in the bonus. Three and Foul a half. now. Three and a half minutes. Oh, stolen there. The pass from Fielding just stepped into the passing lane and got it. Melissa Marsh has got it. Ooh, almost a travel there from her. Back out to Harper, out to Fielding. Her three-point shot doesn't drop. Tolo with the rebound. Quick transition. Romeo through to Bibby. Bibby kicks it back. Around the outside. Romeo takes it to right. Gets it to Lacey now. Top of the key. Kicks it to Bibby. Bibby squares up in to Tracy B. Drives. A lot of contact. Gets called Mm. for stepping out of bounds there. Seems a little inconsistent with some of the other stuff we've seen. Yeah, I step out of bounds when I get pushed like that too. <laughs> yep, anyway, you've got to play with it. you just got to go with it. Absolutely. And uh, no one knows that better than uh, Jess Bibby. Watman now, just sort of grinding away in offense. There doesn't seem to be anything working for them. Finds Michelle Joy on an open shot though. Ah, oh, Tracy Braithwaite went out for the shot. Joy got an open rebound, but it was Romeo, I think, then. Got a hand in the shot. Tolo with, Tolo Tolo. with, with the big block and... Uh, well, no surprise there. She leads the league in blocks. Romeo now bringing the ball up the floor for Canberra. Off the high screen from Tolo. It's just Bibby off the curl. There it is, that curl. A quick shot in and out. Just doesn't drop. So Fielding this time just trying to wrestle Tolo. Look at the size the difference in the huddles here, Simon. You look Mass- at the two groups <laughs> out on the floor and you've got the Bibby and Tolo and... Uh, they kind of dwarf the rest of <laughs> the West Australian group. So Tolo's going to head to the line. Just waiting while there's some substitutions going on. Melissa Marsh coming off. Six players on for West Coast there for a moment. The referee said, no, no, you're not allowed to do that. Tolo makes the first of her free throws. And makes both of the free throws as well. 
Strong drive there from Watman, but it just doesn't drop. But they come away with the offensive rebound. Fielding turns, shoots, puts it up. No good. Lacey with great position there and comes away with it. It's uh, Jasmine Hooper in the end comes away with the foul on Lacey. No. Yeah, Lacey just good job of getting the box out position, which meant that, uh, you know, she managed to get, as we see, Hunt kicking the ball to Bibby in the corner for the open three. Bibby was waiting, waiting, waiting. The pass was a little late in the end, but it doesn't matter for Jess Bibby. She's the defense was even later, Simon. Yeah. That was the, <laughs> the issue there. So. Jess had the choice. She'd prefer to shoot it in people's faces half the time. Watman now, Hunt doing a good job of just making it hard work for her. Fielding working against Bibby. Got inside. Nice look. Strong move there from Kate Fielding. She gets two. And Canberra up with, by 13 with one and a half minutes to go as we see Bibby for the open three again. Yeah, five or six feet up the three-point three line from where she was before, but still ices it. And she's leading all scorers now with 19. And that's what she can do, isn't it, Bibby? She can just come on and light it up. Silent assassin. <laughs> Watman now with the ball. Driving right, gets into the half. Oh, good reach. Just uh, Tracy Beattie just puts those long arms out into that passing lane and just knocks it free. Comes Watman again. Gets it over to Fielding. Fielding drives on Bibby again. Screen not really going for them. Shot clock's down. Blocked by Mariana Tolo. I don't know if they'll call that block or they'll call that a uh, I think it was a 30-second shot violation. 24-second shot violation, I should say. 6.33 left in the game down at uh, Bulleen. And the Boomers only up by one point, 26-25. A foul off the ball as Alison Lacey knocks down a three. It's waved off. Rachel Whiteman picks up her second. And we're going to see Kate Malpass come back on for Whiteman, I'd say. Whiteman looking a little... At sorts there, just not able to get through the Caps defence and uh, clearly getting frustrated at the offensive end as well. Hunt knocks down the free throw. Lining up for the second. Knocks it down as well. So 74 plays 56. The Caps building out a comfortable lead now. It's out to 18. Oh, oh, just a good inbound pass there from uh, from Malpass and good pressure from to- on Tolo, from Tolo, sorry, on Zoe Harper. Just made a cough the ball up. Hunt now. Oh, just wheeling around, drops it into Beatty. Beatty's got Beattie to have travel. travelled there. She had an open left-hand layup, just tried to do too much with it. And it's going to be a baseline ball for the West Coast. Now we got Hooper with the ball. Brings it across the top. Good pressure from Lacey, but keeps driving and gets the look. Lacey just backed off just at the wrong time at the end of that drive. Yeah, look, and it's good to see some of these uh, West Coast players who are, um, you know, having a go. They're not backing off at all, and they're continuing to go at it, which is good as we see a good Ooh. hand from Kate Melpass get on the Cole Hunt's pass, but um, she managed to retrieve it and give and go to oh, Tolo. one lucky. Just a, a bit of a rushed, rushed shot. Uh, Tolo took off from a little bit far out there on that layup. So you mentioned it a couple of times, Michelle. We've seen the um, a few missed layups and a few missed easy shots for 
the Canberra, but still up by 14. They'd be fairly happy with that 16, sorry. 5.32 remaining in the other game. Boomers up by one point still, 28-27. Cambridge with 13. Penaluna in her 100th game at WNBL. She's on four points. And uh, quite a disparity in the shooting percentage. 43% for Bullying, 31 for the Rangers, but they're only down by a point. So good news for the Nongers. It'll be interesting to see how this one pans yeah. out. But this game here with the Caps, we've got it. we're aiming at a, uh, a pretty significant milestone tonight, Michelle from Mariana Tolo. She is currently sitting four rebounds away from her 2,000th rebound in the WNBL. So she's had five up to now. Uh, pretty common for her to get ten rebounds in a game, but we'll... Uh, We'll follow that as the last quarter progresses. That's right. It'll be interesting to see how much court time she gets. Uh, certainly Mariana's capable of picking up four boards in a quarter, but we'll just have to wait and see how it pans out. As we've got yeah, She's only played 20 minutes out of the 30, so uh, normally probably expect about 30 minutes a game out of her. So, so we see what Craig has to more. say. Yep. Dave Herbert still staying positive, reasonably happy with the way the team's going, but he said, don't drop your heads. You've got one more crack at this team. You're doing a good job. Don't don't let this opportunity to have a good result against Canberra slip away. Coach Graff, very, very adamant about the play she was calling and the uh, the little general in Nicole Hunt not understanding that you've got to run the play she calls, otherwise she's upset. She spent a lot of that, that uh, quarter-time break, three-quarter time break, just talking to Nicole Hunt and saying, you've got to run the play, and this is why went through all the scenarios. She said... How many points to uh, Sandy? To Sandy, and she said 18. She said, "What? It's 15 doable." She wants them only to let Perth or West, West Coast Waves score 15 points this quarter. Quick drive there from Hooper. Just and there's two. Little <laughs> reach in. And she made that one. So there's a quick two for the off of the 15, and uh, she knocks this down. They've only got 12 to play with for the rest of the quarter. Cooper makes a three-point play. We've seen a lot of three-point plays for Perth tonight. They're strong on that drive. Even if they're fouled, they're making the basket. Vivi with the ball outside the three. Dumps it down the post to Hunt. Quick into Tolo. Out to Bakovic. Through to Cozier. Just slowly working through. Hunt now... Um, Five on the shot clock, out to Bibby. Bibby gets some room. No good. The shot body spilling everywhere under the baseline. Norwood did a great job to reach in there. Cozier just pulled it down in the end. Saw Tolo and uh, I think it was Hooper. Yeah, there was a lot of... They were all down there under the basket just sort of wrestling each other. Nothing overt, but there were alarms locked and bodies falling all over the floor. And, and you can see that Norwood's, uh, I think she might have fallen on her elbow yeah, awkwardly. she looks a little hurt. Hooper drives around, just Bibby, looking for a spot. Oh, Susie Bakovic, just a big reach as soon as, she, as soon as she reached in and drew the contact, she knew. Her fourth personal. Jasmine Hooper goes up to 
the free throw line. Hooper's been good. She's been really aggressive offensively when she's been on the floor and just been looking to, you know, she's stayed positive and taken the opportunities that come her way. As we see, Beverlack was been sitting for a little while now, Simon. Yeah. So they'd probably be putting her on ice for the uh, game tomorrow, which is probably a more important game for Perth. Hannah Bowley comes on to give Susie Bakovic a seat. Four fouls, nine minutes left in this quarter. I'm sure we'll see Susie back out there at some stage. Got a foul call off the ball. Yeah, just Mercer was just trying to push her way through screen action there. And uh... Now we've seen Hooper knock the ball out of bounds before it was even inbounded. So Perth are putting the pressure on. Hunt now with the ball. Oh, big oh. reach from Mercer there. Bibby comes away with it. Trying to work her way through traffic. Gets off. Everyone backed off her. She had three people on her there for a moment, then everyone backed away. That's right. Rosier with that's the offensive place. rebound. So Canberra will have another go. Hunt to Cozia. She goes in against Kate Malpass. Gets her own rebound. Kicks it to Bibby. Bibby out to Hunt. She's got an eternity. Way outside though. Long and the shot was short. Ooh, ball hung in there in the in the key for a long time with no one around it, but eventually it's the West Coast Waves that come up with it. Now Pass kicks it off to Hooper. Hooper drives on the Cole Hunt. Back out to Harper. Now Pass. Now back into Norwood. Nice move against Hannah Bowley. Yeah, Norwood was smart then. She just used her position well. Backed her into the paint and uh, finished it off. And if we can see if Canberra can make oh, a conversion. Good job. Good, good pass there. Mariana Tolo had the position in the low post and uh, Bibby with the lob inside. Tolo got a good grab on it, took the uh, took all the contact and then was able to uh, to knock down the points. Interesting, you picked it before, Michelle. Tully's off the court, ice on the shoulder. Coach Herbert getting more and more frustrated with the calls. They were not playing as physical in that first half. Now they've gone physical and the refs are calling it. Another foul here. On Hannah Bowley this time for the Caps. So her third personal. Hooper bringing the ball up for West Coast. Just Bibby wearing it like a glove. Kicks it right to, to Joy. Oh, good defence from Bally there. Reached into the pass and was able to knock it free. Capitals have possession. Nicole Hunt now kicks it to Bibby. Bibby drops it into the post to Bally. Back out to Hunt. Very high post for Tolo. She goes over to Wilson on the right-hand side. Sets up Bibby off the screen. She drives in, takes some contact and just drops it in. Typical Jess Bibby, little circus shot. She's got 21 points. Leads all scorers. Kate Malpass now driving in. Pull-up jump shot. Knocks it down. So Perth not going away. No, that's right. And they're well on their way to their 15 points that uh, Carrie Graff talked about. They're sitting on... Bibby for three. They might want to defend her out there, do you think, Simon? <laughs> well, I was going to say, it was 9-4 to four in Perth's favour that quarter, but that's now 9-7. to seven. 
Hooper now with a three-point shot. It's no good. Falls in front of Tolo. She just... It's another rebound. It. Got a shot in the head there from Malpass. No call. Oh, Bally all alone. Almost made a mess of that layup, but made it in the end. It's going to be a timeout call. Yeah, Kate Malpass just a bit out of control, reaching for the ball there. As West Coast Waves have uh, won a timeout, Dave Herbert just wants his girls to cool their jets a little. And well, I think Raffi will be talking again to the Canberra girls about their defensive assignment, which is to keep this West Coast team to 15 or under for the quarter. The West Coast are already sitting on nine points and there's still six and a half minutes to go. So they're really going to have to pull out all stops to be able to you know, achieve that goal. I'm just um, looking at the shooting percentages, the Canberra, look at the Canberra from three-point line now, 10 from 16 at 63%. That's 30 points from the three-point line. It's just crazy. And we see Mariana Tola's got six rebounds. She's got another three. She needs three more, am I right, Simon, to, uh, to hit the 2,000? Come on, Solo. Otherwise, I might have to wait till next week's bumper game, of course, next Friday night. The Bullying Boomers come to town. They're starting to gain some ascendancy in that game down in Melbourne, up 39-28 with one minute left in the first half. Cambridge with 21 points. Coach Graff just working on polishing that defence up now. Coach Herbert just wants them to stop the brain fades. He said the little brain fades, letting players sneak in behind and getting easy baskets is creeping into his side's performance. Oh, that's all part of that uh, getting tired, not just physically, but, but mentally. We'll see how they drag it out. Watman now kicks it over to Marsh. Marsh steps up, jump shot, not a great one. Tracy Beattie with the rebound, kicks it out to Lacey. Over to Wilson on the right-hand side, drops it into Tolo. Tolo goes to work against Norwood. Almost lost possession of it, does lose possession of it in the end. A lot of hands in there. Watman now... Gets it out to... Oh, the shot's no good from Mercer, but uh, it was... Rachel Watman picked up the offensive rebound in the transition and she put it away. Lacey now kicks it to Wilson. Wilson out to Bibby, open again. Three-point shot again, makes it again. Bibby is just putting on a shooting clinic in this last quarter. It wasn't that long ago that Bibby uh, got a 38-point game, I think it was, wasn't it, Simon? And she had, I think it was seven threes or nine threes. How many has she got there now? Uh, she must be sitting around about... She's got at least four or five, I think, Michelle, so far. 27 points, leading all scorers easily at the moment. And not only does she have five three-pointers, she's shooting them at 100% again. She hasn't missed one. 100%, <laughs> five of five. Five from five, <laughs> So no one paying attention to that scouting note here. <laughs> Lacey with the ball now for Canberra. Wilson, top of the key, flicks it to Bibby. Open again for a three. Oh, this one's an air ball. Spoke too soon. Sorry, <laughs> Jess, that's our fault. We've been talking you up too much. She's got a big grin on her face. She was, But again, Michelle, wide open. No one within 10 feet. I know, I know. Dave Herbert's talking to, uh, to Fielding there saying, hello, she just buried five on us. Get on her. <laughs> Watman with the ball for Perth. Dumps it into Harper. Oh, not a good pass in the end. Harper really had to wrestle for it and coughed it up. Lacey stepped in and just picked it up. In transition now. Lacey's caught between two players. 
Little reach in there from Mel Mush. Not a lot in it. A bit of a bailout there for Lacey, really. Yeah, that no, was good pressure, I thought, from uh, the West yeah. Coast there. They saw the opportunity to just double her in the corner there. And uh, unfortunately, got really bailed out Lacey as we see Bibby kick it across to Tolo, Ooh. who knocks it down just from outside the key. So now we've got... Uh, Forgive me if I'm perplexed. We've got Neil Diamond playing at the moment. And the ball gets knocked out of bounds by Alison Lacey. I coached a long time ago, but we didn't play Neil Diamond when I was coaching. Let me tell you. I don't know what's going on with the <laughs> sideline here, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Just doing my head in, but that's okay. Lacey now defending Watman. Watman gets the ball, looks for a three, pulls it up. Just gives it off to Mel Marsh. She's going to make a layup. And another defensive breakdown that would be... Carrie Graff would be very unhappy with. And, yep, 13 uh, points now for Perth. There's 4 minutes and 10 seconds left. 4 minutes 15 in this quarter. I'd say Coach Graff would be pretty unhappy with the defensive uh, effort from Canberra tonight. As we oh, see Carly Wilson just curling off of that screen action and knocking down the sweet uh, jump shot from the top of the key there. Bread and butter. Melissa Marsh, flat shot, but it almost drops. Tracy Beatty with the rebound off to Lacey. We've got Kozia and Bakovic on the bench looking to come back in for Canberra. So Canberra looking to finish with a flurry. Jess Beatty working the three-point line. Kicks it out to Lacey. Over to Wilson. Puts up a three-point shot. Doesn't drop. And it's fielding in transition. Takes on Lacey. Lacey has to foul from behind and does foul her. Just poor defence there from Lacey. Yeah, she was just really slow laterally and uh, beaten easily on that occasion. So we see Jess Bibby having a rest. And the crowd just giving her the appreciation for that shooting clinic. Mariana Tolo sits down probably for the last time. She won't get the record. We'll have to wait till next week. Yep, next week against the Boomers. So we'll wait and... uh, celebrate the 2,000th rebound in the career of Mariana Tolo next week. Fielding knocks down. So this will be the 15. If she knocks this one down, that'll be the 15 points that Coach Graff was adamant that, you know, no more than 15. So So three and a half to go on Canberra, up 90 to 72. Lacey feeds it to Wilson on the right hand, 45. Kicks it back to Lacey in the corner, into Bakovic in the post. Looks oh, to dump it to... Uh, there from Susie. She knew it straight away. Yeah, just looking to dump it to Lacey on the cut action and it was just a bit too much on it. Big stat tonight, Michelle. Uh, West Coast have been at a line 24 times tonight. Yeah, and that's, that just reflects, I mean, defensively, Canberra have obviously not been doing the job that they need to do, that they should do, and it's what wins them games. And uh, fortunately, if they've probably you know, had the number of defensive breakdowns that they've had against a better team then West Coast, uh, you know, they would not be in the leading position. Great transition basket there for Cozy as she just took off like a rocket. And uh, Lacey hit her with the long pass, made an easy layup. Inbound pass broken up there, but Fielding comes away with it still. Passes into Harper, Beatty making a go the long way around. Outside to Hooper. Oh, banked it. And three-point shot there. So 70... Six. 18 points for Perth this quarter. Lacey now with the ball. Oh, she just lost it out of bounds. Wow. 
Good pressure from Hooper there. Force Lacey to turn around and she just coughed the ball up. No pressure. Knocked it out of bounds. Yeah. So we see uh, Wilson and Beattie taking a break and Dalgleish coming on for her first minutes of the game. With two and a half to go and... Uh, Timeout's been called. I'm not quite sure who called for that one then. So we're just waiting. Craig is uh, listening in to what the coaches have to say. 92-76. I think the, the last time these two teams met, what was the score difference? It was, uh, it was, it was around a, there. Around think, the same score. Got so. a better, it was 92-65. Yeah, so. so slight improvement from West Coast in terms of the score split. So, you know, Coach Herbert talked to his team about his team wanting to sh compete and to show some improvement from the last time they met. Um, you know, there's been some really uh, fundamental breakdowns from West Coast at various times during the game, but in terms of a scoreline, they've certainly, uh, you know, improved a bit on their last effort. So, seen some good signs of stuff as well from them. Well, we talked about the game last week where they, they went down to Bulleen, but were able to score 81 points against... Pauline. Pauline, and, Pauline and Canberra have the best two defences in the country. That's right. They're ranked Canberra at one, Pauline at two. So she's able to hit 81 against Pauline, and with two minutes to go, they're at 76 against Canberra. That's a good positive to take out of this game. You can tell what's working because Coach Herbert was telling them how to defend a high-low. Coach Graff was telling them how to run different versions of the high-low. <laughs> but Coach Herbert said, I want three scores. Our goal is 80 by the end of this game. Well, the way they're going at the moment, they'll get there off. Oh, that pass, though, the pass was broken up and Cozier goes coast to coast. Harper came in, looked a lot worse than what it was. Cozier yeah. went spilling onto the floor, but as we know, she spent half the game down there. She's certainly no stranger to throw herself in there. No, and it was really just at the, at the point at which the, the contact reach. occurred. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she just She'd knocked her off. Onto the layout. That's right. Yep. Knocked her off, off balance, and that's why it looked like a big spill. There wasn't that much in that one, really. Bit of a crowd foul there. That's like, a crowd foul. Like the crowd foul. catches at the cricket, the bubble okay. balls that the crowd can't quite see. Cozier <laughs> knocks down the first of a set of two, so. What you love about Cozier, though, she takes these big spills, and you go, oh, man, that looks bad, and she just gets up. Yeah, I'm fine. It's all about the business, isn't it? She just gets it done. <laughs> As we see Cozier again getting her hand in the passing lane and knocking it out of bounds. Almost on the, got it there, too. Almost did. So Canberra's extended their yeah, defence. Full court pressure. Well, why wouldn't you, you know, without Bevilacqua on the floor? Yeah, and perhaps Gruffy said in that timeout, by the way, not a single score. <laughs> Half an hour with the ball for Perth fielding. Drives into the key. Good defence from Dalgleish there. Forced her into a tough shot. It doesn't drop. Susie Bakovic now in transition. Gets it out to Dalgleish. She's wide open. Pretty cold off the bench, and it looked at yeah. that shot. And we know that Delphish can make those, but Absolutely. she would be pretty cold. Yeah. She has been seen as a nice pass from Cozier to Bakovic, who was wide open inside. Another but a uh, display up there. Missed it. Harper now bringing the ball up for the waves to Hooper, to Harper, just to keep us on our toes. <laughs> Watman with a three point shot from the baseline, all air, nothing going there. Fell into Mariana Tolo's lap for another rebound. Ooh. Let's see where we're up to. A minute to go on the Tolo rebound watch. <laughs> Susie back will be the top of the key. Into Tolo. She drives, goes left, gets to two points. So she's got seven now. Two more in 54 seconds. It's doable. Come on, Marianne. <laughs> Particularly the way Canberra have been shooting the, those little <laughs> ones underneath. Oh, Tolo gets a hand in there. 
and forces a turnover. Lacey now with the ball in transition. Susie Bakovic just wandering up the court. No real urgency. Up by 20. Lacey now kicks it over to Dalgleish. Oh, Susie Bakovic all alone. Missed the layup again, though. Just a little. I think she was more surprised than anyone to find the amount of space she had. That's right. And just grimaces at that one. Yep. Michelle Joy drives on Dalgleish. She goes flying and uh, no call. Joy makes the layup. 78 points. Perth two away from their target of 80. Lacey now bringing the ball up for Canberra. Susie Bakovic, top of the three-point arc. Drives. Ooh, little kick off the leg of uh, Fielding there. So it's going to be a reset, but that doesn't matter. There's only five seconds left in the game. Susie wide open. Three. Puts up a long three-point shot. Hits the rebound. Watman comes down the other end. Oh! Made a halfway shot, but the... Doesn't count. Didn't the crowd count. liked it. Never it looked like count. it for a second. It was flat. <laughs> but somehow made it in, and that is game over. The Capitals, 96, have defeated the West Coast Waves, 78. Top scorers for Canberra. Did it with style again. Jess Bibby just put on a shooting clinic here tonight. Five of six, three-point shooting. Just shaking hands with with Dave Herbert there. Bit of a smile. <laughs> 27 points for Bibby. 16 points and seven rebounds for Mariana Tolo. Hannah Bowley with 13 points. For West Coast Waves, Tully Bevilacqua had 17 points. Michelle Joy with 11 Samantha Norwood came away with eight points. Bevilacqua with seven rebounds, so almost a double-double for Tully. And Bevilacqua, she, you know, she spent a lot of time in the second half off the on the bench. She's obviously, you know, she's got the ice on that that uh, shoulder, and uh, I hope that she can pull up and play tomorrow night. Definitely a, a big part part of the puzzle when you're playing a, an inexperienced team like like the AIS, to have such a veteran out there. Craig's just on hold while Carrie Graff signs off on the score sheet, performs her more mundane coaching duties. That's right. But, uh, yeah, she wouldn't be stoked. 20, 20 points in that last quarter, but Craig's with Graffy now. Well, Graffy, uh, a solid win in the end, but you weren't happy with it all the way, all the way through the night. No, look, I mean, we, you know, we're about doing the little things in execution. We've got to start tidying things up. So, look, I think our foul discipline was poor. Um, we didn't finish inside that well. Having said that, I mean, it was, you know, it was uh, football inside the lane there. I mean, there was heavy body checks, but you got to find ways to do that. Finals basketballs like that. Um, you know, we probably just weren't, weren't sharp, but we've done a few things this week to impact that, so I've got to take a little bit of a hit for that, but, you know, we've got to start getting a bit of more, you know, smoothness in our offensive flow, but um, look, I can't complain. We win by... And look, they're a good team. They play hard. They execute well. They hang around with a lot of teams and they've upset a lot of teams this year. So, they, uh, you know, credit to them. They put up a hell of a fight. What about... What do you think of um, Hunt's game going up against Tully for a lot of minutes tonight? Yeah, look, I think she played well. I mean, Tully matched up on other people a lot. So, uh, you know, I don't think the, the point guard's got the battle we are looking for necessarily. You know, I think Tully scored really well from the first quarter and our point guards held their own. All right, well, Graffy, it's going to be an interesting run to the finals. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks a lot to Carrie uh, Graff. We'll uh, see if we can speak to uh, uh, Dave Herbert in a moment, but he's certainly speaking to some of the AIS girls there. Well, 
take a moment and whilst we're here we'll find the uh, hot hand of the night which was Jess Bibby and of course I've gone the long way to get there guys <laughs> so I'll cross back up to you and we'll get Jess in a moment yeah the uh, all the AIS girls were over there in the, in the uh, stands tonight watching on they will be scouting out the game for tomorrow but uh, I think we've got Craig with Jess now Jess Bibby hot hand tonight and uh, the guys upstairs were uh, loving every minute of it yeah, look, you know, if I can knock down a couple early, the eyes kind of light up a little bit, and uh, you know, the girls, you know, the girls get me open. You know, I'm I'm someone who they run a lot of lot of, lot of screens for me, and it's my job to cut hard. And if I've got my feet set, it's, it's going up, and that's my job. And um, you know, tonight uh, they went down for me. They did indeed, and uh, it was interesting. You got rotated in very quickly, and you got a lot of breaks right throughout the game. Coach Crap really wanting to use that bench and give you all minutes. Well, that, I mean, that's the strength of our side. You know, we, we go, you know, to that home you get 12. We've got 12 people that, if you looked at a lot of other, other sides, would, would play major minutes in other, in other WNBL teams. So it's a, it's a luxury to have such depth. And, you know, you know as I said, you know, it's, it's different people that step up every week and you need that if you're going to win a championship. Teams will, will you know, you can only sort of lock down on, you know, two or, two or three people. It, you know, it's difficult to have enough defensive players to be able to, um, you know, shut down everybody. So... You know, as I said, tonight I'm the one that knocks down shots. Next week it's, it's Cozy or it's Wilson or, you know, we've got Tolo and Susie inside. So we've, you can sort of, we've got lots of different weapons that we can go to. Do you start thinking about Pauline right now? Yeah, oh, look, we've we got the weekend off, which is a bit of a luxury. So we'll enjoy that. And then certainly come Monday, we'll definitely be focused on, on Pauline. It's a huge game for us. And, you know, if we want to finish on top um, and have our, our destiny in our own hands, we've we got we to gotta get the win against Pauline. We haven't played him since round one. They've been, you know, playing great, great hoop right throughout the season. We've sort of been a little bit up and down the last, you know, I guess at the end of end of the end of 2010 and the start of this year. But you know, hopefully tonight we get a win's a win, and you know, I think you'll you'll see a different sort of focus this week at practice. We'll certainly come in here ready to roll. We're looking forward to it next week. Thank Thanks, you. Jess. Thanks a lot. Great job by Jess Bibby tonight. Ever modest as always, but uh, it's just such a pleasure to to be able to watch her go out there and, and ply her trade. We talked about the uh, the the high. Uh, free throw count for, for West Coast. They went to the line 24 times tonight. I'm sure that's something that Coach Crapp will look at. Something that Dave Herbert will look at are the 21 three-point shots yeah. that Canberra were able to take, you know, knocking them down at 52%. So that's, uh, that's certainly not going to be something he'll be terribly stoked about. No, and surely that was something that they scouted. So uh, probably a little bit unhappy about that. But, you know, certainly... Uh, West Coast did a good job of getting to the line and Canberra, you know, just didn't contra- contain the penetration or the, the cut action. So uh, we'll have to see. Craig's trying to find his way over there to see uh, Tully Bevilacqua, but she's got a bit of a, a fan club around her. A few people she knows from her days in Canberra are trying to get a word with her as we see Craig Lee his way in. Here we go. We've got Tully Bevilacqua down here who's uh, got plenty of friends in Canberra who all want to say hello. So uh, we're sure she's going to get some time to speak with her friends over the weekend. But uh, Tully, it looked like uh, you came to the ground pretty hard. So uh, that's when the game starts. But unfortunately, you hurt your shoulder. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it was a pretty tough game out there. It's quite warm on the on the court, uh, a bit warmer than what I remembered. But I mean, took a couple of knocks. But I mean, I, I could have gone back out there. But um, Coach Herbert decided that. Uh, he didn't want to risk anything, and uh, obviously we've got another game to back up tomorrow night against the AIS. And I mean, whilst tonight was definitely a must-do win for us, um, you know, tomorrow night is also one of those, you know, must-wins. Um, but you know, coach's decision just to uh, play it safe. I guess 
what's your mindset now that you've, you've been in the CAPS program where the mindset was we win championships, you come back uh, home to Western Australia where the mindset is we need to get the program right? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's really gone back to, um, you know, they've, they've now set themselves a really good foundation to build upon and by bringing me back it was just, you know, bringing back some experience and uh, I guess just for me to pass on my knowledge to the younger players and, you know, hopefully... I think I, you know I can definitely say that I've seen the confidence in some of the players, um, you know, from the beginning of the season till now, um, and I just hope to, you know, whilst I've still got, I guess, a month or so to, uh, to pass on some more, you know, advice, um, you know, I'm hoping that they will take that into the future, and obviously, if I'm here or not next year, um, they'll remember what they've learnt. Well, you know, Coach Graff, she hates it when uh, anyone yeah. scores over 60 <laughs> points. And you guys got 78 tonight. We did. You know, it wasn't. It's not a problem with us actually uh, getting points on the board. Um, obviously, our defence is uh, a little bit of an issue where we're letting teams score 96. Um, but you know, we've really pushed Berlin in the last. You know, last week we pushed Berlin. You know, I thought for the most part of the game we did push Canberra. It wasn't until the latter part of that last quarter that they, you know, kicked away. So. Um, I mean, you can only compare yourself when you play the best teams in the league. And, um, you know, for uh, you know, 70% of the game, I think we kind of did, um, you know, match it. And, uh, you know, got to be proud of that. Well, we're hoping the crowd gets down the training hall because the toot is always a lot of fun. And they're coming off a great win last week. I know. I mean, you, you know, that's a good thing with this league. You can't take any team lightly. And, you know, they, the toot last week beat a, a you know, a fully kitted uh, Sydney Uni Flames outfit so definitely not one to be taken lightly and um, you know I, I'm just really enjoying playing with these guys um, they're keeping me young um, <laughs> and uh, you know I'm still learning still learning trying to learn uh, to make free throws and uh, wish tonight they were going down so it's you know everybody's learning in this game all the best Sally look Thank forward to seeing you tomorrow night most appreciated thanks very much to Tally Bevelacqua there we'll try and get uh, Coach Herbert, if yep, we can see him, but he's in a throng of people as well. <laughs> Very popular. Just push your way in there, Craig. Push your way in. Obviously, Dave's us spotted. Coach Herbert, an interesting game tonight, and I mentioned during the call the amount of actual coaching of uh, basics that you were doing right throughout the game that must get tiring. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I guess we're, we're trying. That, that I guess one of the things that we talked about at halftime was realistically where we're at compared to them and what we needed to do to make sure that we got better today. And I, I think an 80-point game is about where we should be, um, but they're, they're 96, really. <laughs> it's like the, we, we, uh, we, we did a bit of work on defending the post a bit differently to what we did last time. We did better. The rebound count wasn't as great, so they're positives. We didn't defend screens very well, so um, they got open for a lot of threes, the easy ones that uh, they, they, they can knock down with ease. They're a great team, so... Um, the likes of Jessica Bibby, those guys, very, very talented. We, we work hard for all our baskets, but we, we don't defend screens well, which allows them to, to score with ease. So um, I, I guess the three-quarter time, we weighed up the situation and uh, we rested a couple of people for tomorrow. Um, but we gave our, the, the whole group a really good go and a chance to compete against one of the best teams in the country. I thought uh, Michelle Joy looked very good, uh, having to do a lot of post work there on some much taller opponents. Yeah, that, that's the thing. We're, we're undersized. Uh, we're young. Uh, they're not excuses anymore, though, because we have beaten some of the best teams in the competition. Unfortunately, we, when we got close, they, they made shots that um, we challenged them to make, and they did it. They, they hit a lot of threes, so... Uh, that, that's the game of basketball though isn't it so. what's the focus for tomorrow knowing that the shoot 
is on a high and they're gaining confidence every time you go out against them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're obviously young and talented, um, so obviously to, to try and pressure them as much as we can and hopefully show the improvement we've made across the year. Well, all the best for tomorrow night. And uh, Well, it was a very interesting night tonight. Yeah, thank you. No worries. Yeah, you, you talked about that, uh, you know, working on that rebound count. Last time the contest was 38-25 in Canberra's favour. Tonight, 35-33. to 33. So a much yeah. better job on the rebounding end. Much better job. West Coast. But, uh, you know, as, as he and Tully mentioned, you know, it's uh, a couple of steps at a time. Just got to build this program and uh, you work on one thing, sometimes other things fall off. <laughs> well, that's right. And it's about putting the building blocks in place. And the, you do that in a game in the same way as they're trying to do that with a program. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, West Coast will walk away from this season being pretty pretty satisfied with the season that they've had and knowing that they've put in place a good program to go forward into the future so uh, you know full credit to to West Coast they really did they stuck it out and they played hard and you know they made Canberra earn this one just crossing over to have a quick look at the score down in Melbourne the Boomers are starting to really pull away 52 playing 36 now there's six minutes left in that third quarter but uh, Shocking the second quarter there from uh, Dandenong. Yeah, 19-7 they were beaten. Yeah. So far this quarter it's 11 to six. So. Uh, Lizzie Cambridge is doing some serious damage by the looks she of things. Can. 23 points. She had she had 21 points at half time. So uh, yeah. as Lizzie can do, she has really opened up a nice comfortable lead. Helped her team open up a nice comfortable lead. The uh, other game that's on up in the Gold Coast at the moment, the Adelaide Lightning. Ooh. Uh, 19, Logan 10. Who would have uh, thought that? Well, Maya Newley with 10 points. She's a, a fantastic shooter and can score quickly, but I would expect that Logan will uh, will get back into that game and uh, start to pull the pull that deficit back as the night goes on. Mm, and a game tomorrow night that uh, we've got uh, Mark Aston and Craig Ravel calling from the AIS training hall. Uh, yep. Again for Sport Radio. They'll be out at that game tomorrow night at uh, 7 o'clock, I think it is. Uh, also tomorrow night, Townsville will host Adelaide. So Adelaide play Logan tonight, Townsville tomorrow. And then on Sunday, Logan head down to Sydney and they will play Sydney Uni Flames on Sunday night. So plenty of good games coming up this weekend. Of course, the big game for the Capitals is next week. Probably, uh, according to many, many pundits, it'll be the grand final preview. Wait and uh, see. Pauline <laughs> versus Canberra in uh, Canberra's home stadium. So we'll see how that goes next Friday night, 7pm. We'll be here calling it for Sport Radio. But on behalf of Craig Ravel and Michelle Hawkins, this is Simon Peters saying good night from the AIS Arena where the Canberra Transact Capitals 96 have defeated the West Coast Waves 78. <laughs>